and welcome to It's a Musical Podcast, the podcast show where I force my boyfriend to watch musicals he should have seen by now, and then we talk about them. I am the boyfriend. And I'm Drew. And we are doing a sequel today. Yes, indeed. It's out with the old and in with the new. And we are doing a sequel that you chose. Yes, because our lovely t- listeners. Today we will be watching... High School Musical 2. I would do a drum roll, but presumably you already know this (laughs) because you have clicked on our latest episode that says High School Musical 2 Mm -hmm. with Drew's excellent artwork. It was close, though. Yeah. It was very close. It was. I know I kept pushing for High School Musical 2 and trying to bump it, but people really like Descendants 2. Yeah. Over on Twitter, it was 52% in favour of High School Musical 2 Mm -hmm. to 48% for the Descendants. Elena, at Miss underscore Elena, said, because once a wildcat, always a wildcat... Also, because it has my favourite go-to karaoke song back in the day, which has got a gif of Sharpay saying fabulous. So I'm assuming there's a song called Fabulous. Mm-hmm. At Glasses Rainbow said High School Musical 2, because I want to hear your thoughts on Bet On It and I Don't Dance. Yep. You're going to, so I hope I hope you enjoy my take on it. Over on Instagram, it came out 70% in favour of High School Musical 2. So not as close as Twitter. Ray from Not Before Coffee, one of our favourite podcasts, Mm -hmm. said, I prefer the Descendants trilogy to High School Musical. That's super interesting. I like Descendants more, though I believe they were done by the same person. They were. It was Kenny Ortega. Did he do all the High School Musicals and all the Descendants? Mm -hmm. Well, he was at at least, to my knowledge, involved in the Descendants. I don't know whether it was to the same levels as Disney love him. Yeah. Ray goes on to say, that said, want to watch something about ten times worse? Watch Zombies. I like Zombies. <laughs> zombies is great. We'll never watch it on here because you've actually seen I it. I haven't seen it. Have you not? I saw it in passing because I was leaving to go to the gym because you know that when I'm not in the house, say, You've probably you can seen watch the whole thing just in sections, but I like Zombies. And we did agree that Team Beach movie is is a struggle. Don't be mean. Teen Beach movie's great. That has some of my favourite, like, faux 50s, 60s music. I'm going to, you know, back Ray up here. I don't want you to think that we're just trashing Disney films because so Ray does finish saying, I'm a fully grown adult, but I still enjoy Disney musicals, as do I. Yes. We just like good Disney musicals. So that brings us on to High School Musical 2. Thank you to everyone who voted. I think because there is a demand for Descendants 2... We are going to be covering it at some point in May to appease those of you who voted. If it was a landslide, I think we'd leave it. But Mm -hmm. watch this space. Descendants 2 will be coming mid-May. Yeah. High School Musical 2. Yes, indeed. I know that this one is set a few months later. Yeah. We talked about it kind of on the podcast that uh, covering High School Musical, which if you haven't listened to, maybe go back and check that one out first Mm -hmm. before you, you check this one out. Because I assume there'll be spoilers for High School Musical. Obviously. But that is kind of set January time. We see New Year's and presumably the course of that that film maybe is Yeah, the rest of the movie is from New Year's until the end, nearly the end of the school year. Yeah. Which, and then this is the end of the school year. Mm -hmm. So it kind of takes us up. So there's a bit of time that's passed. We're now summertime. High School Musical takes place over a month. Yeah. Because it's the winter musical. Which presumably, if it works the same way as our one does, is like February kind of time. Yeah, I mean, you've certainly still got 
a few months left of school. Yeah, there's some months. Yeah, so this this one takes place over the summer. And I think we're going to start... One of my biggest criticisms of High School Musical was it doesn't give you a big opening number until stick to the status quo. And Mm -hmm. at that point, I'm done. Like, I'm just... I'm not having fun. Yeah. This one starts with summertime. Yes. For High School Musical, bold choice to kind of take it outside of high school. Yeah. Because this is going to be happening summer camps... Presumably, I think they all get jobs working at, like, a country estate that is owned by Sharpay's parents. Sure. Because, like, Sharpay isn't, like, working. She's enjoying herself. No, as herself. if Sharpay's getting a yeah. summer job. So, you know, we're going to follow the summer antics. Maybe they're at camp and they're counsellors and doing what you've done where... That would be fun. They put on a camp musical. Mm-hmm. This isn't camp rock, luckily. I love camp oh, rock. Camp rock's going to be on the agenda soon, it isn't it? So that's gonna is. be, maybe that's something... I hate the fact that I'm saying this, but maybe that's something we cover over the summer. Oh, yeah. Because that's the summertime, isn't it? And there's two of them. So, that's pretty much all I know. I feel like it's just going to be the same fare, mm-hmm. but a lot of people have said to me, mm-hmm. High School Musical 2 is better. Yeah. I actually had a really lovely debate with some of the students I teach mm-hmm. about why I didn't like High School Musical. They listened to our episode covering High School Musical and they wanted to try and do what you couldn't do. Yeah. And that was convert me. Mm-hmm. And we ended the discussion with a, we still don't agree with you, sir, but we get your points. I'm like, good. You know. But again, High School Musical 2 is better. Yes. So when they made High School Musical... You know, Disney been making DCOMs for a long time before High School Musical ever came out. Yeah, but they've been making TV movies as well. Like, look at Return of Jafar. Yeah, but specifically these DCOMs, like Disney Channel movies that have songs in them. Yeah. Maybe not to the same extent as High School Musical. Some of them are big musicals. Some of them just have characters singing. Yeah. But not in the same way. Or, like, you'll have a character who is a singer, you know? But they didn't know... That High School Musical was going to be such a big deal. It was a one and done. Yeah, they were trying. But I was thinking about the other day, this is a really weird way to set up a a series. Yeah. Because realistically, what they could have done is set it in their first year of high school and had it be all four years. But I don't think there was that. But they didn't know. Yeah, you're giving them too much credit. This isn't Kevin Feige with the MCU who plots out every step. This is a, we hit gold. Yeah. Let's capitalise on this. They were like, Kenny Ortega, do whatever you want. Yeah. And he did this. And so obviously we've got a trilogy. Yeah. So we have... Well, we have a trilogy and a spin-off, so... Yeah. But the initial trilogy. Yeah. So when they were making this film, they wanted to capitalize on the fact that they were going to be a trilogy so at this point they knew they were going to do senior year yeah after the viewership and the amount of money that the first high school musical made they immediately knew they were going to do a sequel and then they got told they were doing three but this one doesn't debut in cinemas it was a big deal that senior year debuted at cinemas it Mm -hmm. was the high school musical debut but this one was also a Disney Channel movie. Mm-hmm. And all three of them were going to be Disney Channel movies yeah. until this one got released. But we'll talk about that with High School Musical 3, I'm sure. But yeah. early on in the production of this, mm-hmm. they are made aware 
There's two more movies. There's two more movies. Okay, that's cool. That is cool. They went from having a plot for a junior year of high school and then a senior year of high school. And then they were thinking about, okay, maybe we do one set the summer after or the year that they go to college. But then you have to jump around from different colleges and we have to do more location scouting. Stick to what we know. and Stick to the status quo. Yes. So they decided that this one was going to be set over the summer in between their junior and senior years because they were thinking about how this summer would affect the characters. Oh, yeah, because, like, everything's working very smoothly for them. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Gabrielle has joined a new school and very quickly found that she's a star, but also very quickly found a new boyfriend. And a new friendship group. And she's fit in very, very well here, despite the fact that she says that she's not very good at making friends. But we need to now show that maybe life isn't that easy. Hmm. You know, this is... So this is basically The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Where, you know, we're not going to end with a nice kind of... You know, final point, this is going to end almost like, huh, the world is different and we're going to come back for senior year. Yes, and we need some character growth because, you know, there isn't a whole lot of character growth in the first one. There really isn't. Except for for Troy, which is quite nice. Yeah, Troy was the only character I came out of the first one Mm -hmm. liking. And we've got to see some some playing with the status quo, you know? Yeah. And the way everything works. I know, oh, 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 what you mean. So... Peter Barsagini and Kenny Ortega are back for writing and directing cool. this version. We still have David Lawrence as the composer and the songwriter. Cool. And so everyone is back. Good. I like that. That you continuity know? is important. Mm-hmm. We've got a whole cast. We're all ready. I'm just going to pause and say, like, I know I'm saying I like that continuity is important. I know we're talking about a sequel to a film I did not like. Mm. However, if you are going to do a sequel, still give me the same creative team. Yeah. Now that they've had a successful thing, I feel like they're going to have more freedom Yeah. because clearly they were on a winning formula. Mm-hmm. Let's not interfere as much as like maybe we did beforehand. Yeah. They've got the characters. They've got the universe set up. Let's do more with it now. So yes, I know High School Musical's one star was disappointing for me. On paper, I shouldn't be excited that we have the same creative team. But I think... They, they know this universe. They know where they want to take these characters. It's probably better to have the same team. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So, High School Musical came out in 2006. Yep. This movie came out in summer of 2007. So it was a year and a few months later because the first one was January time. Mm-hmm. And the reason they pushed it back is because they wanted it to coincide with what the characters would have been doing. It's set over summer break. So it's a summer release. Yeah. And it became the most commercially successful Disney Channel original movie ever. We say that every time. Every time I talk about a movie, it breaks some kind of record. But specifically, this one beat High School Musical. Yeah, which you would hope a sequel does. If a sequel Mm -hmm. doesn't do as well, then any plans that you have, that's it, done. If this one didn't do as well, they would... Why would they do a third one? Yeah. Yeah. So this had 17 million viewers in its premiere broadcast, which is 10 million more than the original yeah. one did. And it is the highest figure of viewers that the Disney Channel has ever had. Yeah. I remember the hype for this one. You know, I remember seeing commercials all the time. I remember seeing like Troy doing his Hit Me Baby one more time, <laughs> tapping the pencil on the desk, watching the clock, and then having the music video to Summertime. Oh, you've just given me vivid flashbacks. Yeah. But I, I, I have seen what time is it? Summertime. Because presumably, that was the mm-hmm. presumably, that whole sequence, that music video that the Disney Channel had is just the opening to the film. Yes. So I've seen that. Also, that yeah. song made the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> I already know that musically, I like at least one of the songs. Yeah. 
you know, breaking free. Obviously, I'd heard and heard and heard and heard that I was done with it. Mm-hmm. I don't have that same relationship with summertime. I would just, you know, skip the commercial. Or, yeah. You know. So it's funny that you are aware of the adverts for it because in the lead up to it being released for the two months in advance, they had a weekly TV show called The Road to High School Musical oh, cool. 2. And it started in June and ran all the way up to the release in and August. And is that just the behind the scenes making of yeah, it? Yeah, it was the making of High School Musical 2. Is that on Disney Plus? No, I'm very angry about it. Why is that not on Disney <laughs> Plus? No, It's also not on the DVD extras of High School Musical 2. It's just not... That feels there. so weird that Disney has content. Right. Like, especially with the expansion with Star, that they've gone and they put all the Fox stuff onto add more content. Mm-hmm. I can understand... But that's the, a documentary. Yeah, like, come on. I can understand the problematic stuff from their past that is like, actually, yeah, you know, even with a disclaimer beforehand, mm-hmm. this this isn't appropriate to put on. Yeah. But when you've got the hype for High School Musical, the musical, the season, whatever, one, yeah. two, whatever... To not include a series that is the road to High School Musical 2 is weird. Well, especially considering High School Musical, the musical, the series, the making of, is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't put this on there. It was great. I watched it every single week. I was mm. obsessed. And the behind-the-scenes stuff is really nice. I, I, like, I like a good documentary. Yeah, and you just see... And there's a great... Um, some behind-the-scenes stuff that I'm going to show you for the third one. Yeah. You can just tell that the cast will get along really well. Yeah. They're all kids and they just seem to be having a good yeah. time. They had an epic prank war on That's the set of this movie cool. where they would just try and haze Zac Efron basically all the time, which is hilarious. Now, Zac Efron, presumably all the songs for this one on the soundtrack are Zefron's voice. Yes. They've cast him, they know who it is. This song, all the songs on this version are written with his voice in mind. Good. Which is great. Unfortunately, Drew Seeley is out of a job, but, you know, he's busy doing Disney on Broadway, yeah. so he's fine. Yeah, it's not like, you know, he's he's struggling. Mm. And because they did The Road to High School Musical 2, people got previews of the songs. Specifically, What Time Is It was used in the advert, which that was first released in the May before yeah. this came out, because they started using it, and then they premiered the song on Radio Disney, and yeah. then on the Disney Channel as a short. Some really good marketing there, like almost you know, the advent of viral marketing before it really does. They knew who their audience was. Yeah, no, but, it, you know, that is very clever. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, it came out on the 17th of August in 2007, and then on the 19th of August, they released a sing-along version. So <laughs> they showed it again two days later, but this time with the lyrics on the screen. I'm surprised that was so quick after. It did just as well. No, I know, but I'm still surprised it was just as quick. Like, give it... Two weeks, maybe. But the thing you have to take into mind is that... It's at the height of summer, and if you delay it... Yes, but also, at this point in time, we have no way of re-watching this. Especially in the UK. You can't... Unless you specifically record that time slot on the Disney Channel. That's very true. So they weren't showing it every night. It was... Okay, that... It had its main release, and then two nights later... See, I know that. And how have I... I mean, I had Sky Plus, so we could record Mm. certain things. I watched it both nights. But again, that's crazy for me that, you know, I was was 17. Mm -hmm. And I know that we don't have streaming platforms, you know, the same way. And I've forgotten, you know, how TV used to work. Mm -hmm. And then in December of 2007, 
they released on DVD and Blu-ray High School Musical 2 Extended Edition. Yes. Which is the version that is on Disney+. The Ortega cut. Which is the one that we will be watching. Okay. Yeah, basically. And it's just the same, but there's two additional songs and some additional scenes. Which makes sense. You know, you're fitting into a Disney... Time slot, yeah. Time slot, so you have to make cuts. But knowing that you want to market... I mean, this is it. They're going to be streaming it or putting it on Disney Channel as much as they can do. Yeah. They'll still get the money from the advertising, but how do you get more money? The extended cut. Yeah. So the original runtime is 104 minutes. The original High School Musical 2 on Disney Plus. Do you have the option of High School Musical 2 or High School Musical 2 Extended Cut? Or is it just the Extended Cut? Just the Extended Cut. That's interesting though, because, Mm -hmm. and I don't like it when you don't have options. Yeah. Simply because there might be some people that they prefer high school musical 2 they don't like the extended cut well so what i'm going to ask you to do after we've watched this is tell me which song you think is the extended song fair i i mean we've obviously we live in a world where there is tremendous hype for the snyder cut Mm -hmm. and there's definitely money in extended cuts one of the first films i remember seeing have like a director's cut other than the hobbit and lord of the rings film which you know, they are tremendous films anyway, but I will only ever watch the extended cuts yeah. because I feel like they're the more definitive adventures. And I know that there's extra content and I know that some of the extra content, for instance, the dwarfs in the fountain isn't important. I love that. Though. But it's just nice. Yeah. One of the first films I remember watching was The Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. And I hate the director's cut because it changed the ending. Yeah. And a lot of people prefer the director's cut, fine, whatever. But my my version of the butterfly effect had a, had a different ending that I preferred. Yeah. And the director's cut, you, you can't get any other DVD version but the director's cut, which for me is disappointing. If you're mm-hmm. going to have that sort of thing, don't delete. Yeah. I mean, that's my perspective, obviously. like There's so many things with, like, specifically The Hobbit, like you mentioning the dwarves in the fountain fantastic scene not necessary but fantastic but then there's things like the scene where Bofa and Bilbo have a conversation Mm. about how the dwarves don't have homes and then you show Thorin being really sad and like that is an emotional scene and if you lose that it no and this is the thing I feel like if you do director's cuts you have to do it in a way where you can still access the original Mm. but then maybe is that especially with streaming nowadays you know you can still stream the Hobbit, the yeah. theatrical edition. Mm-hmm. But if you have the streaming rights to it, you can also stream the extended edition and you yeah. give people a choice. Super interestingly, when I watched the movie, obviously I saw the original release and I saw the sing-along release. And, and I then watched for Christmas them. you got the, the DVD yes, extended cut. Yes, indeed, I did. And I got the Wii sing-along game as yeah. well. But I didn't know that the DVD was the extended edition. Yeah. Because I just got bought the DVD. You know, yeah. you just press play on it. And then suddenly there's this song, and I was like, I don't know this song. Do you, so, do you prefer the extended cut, or? I prefer the extended cut. Okay, cool. For some of the scenes, not so much the song. Okay. As much as I like it, but some of the scenes. No, yeah, that makes sense. So, the original cut was 104 minutes. Yes, and the extended is 113. Okay, so you're only adding basically two songs. It's a song and a scene, yeah. Fine. Pretty much. So, it's not a four-hour epic like like The Hobbit became. Yeah. Good. So High School Musical got 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. This one I remember you saying has a is seen better critically. I think it's probably going to be like 72, 75%. 82. Wow, okay. Yeah. 
It's great. And it was sort of rave reviews, which is great. They basically everyone's feedback from High School Musical 1 to High School Musical 2 was they took an idea and they ran with it when they made the original one. And now they've just built on it yeah. and it's much better, more played out. There's more songs in this one. And it, they really tried to flesh out a lot of the characters. That's what a sequel should be. You know, that's yeah. especially a sequel done in quick succession. I feel like when you get a sequel 10 years later, people just want the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. They, you know, there's an element of it's nice to see people back. Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, this one, by the sounds of it, you, you found something that works, but now we're going to make it better. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it was massively well received critically anyway in the first instance where, you know, you've got an original that's 90% and a sequel that now has to top a 90% film. Mm-hmm. This is a sequel that comes from a film that had a lot to improve, but has yeah. a solid foundation. The other thing that they did with this one is there was a... Basically, they wanted fans to get involved. Right? Yes. So there were some competitions online. To get like a walk-on part. Uh, not for yourself. Oh, to okay. get another Disney Channel star a walk-on part. And you could vote on which Disney Channel star you wanted. And with parental permission, I went online and voted. But we also got to choose things like things it said on Chad's t-shirts. Oh, that is What it cool. would say on the blackboard behind Miss Darbus when they sing Summertime. And I... it's little things like that. People were going that is mad ve- that for That is film. very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Because this is set over summer, is Miss Darbus going to play as big a role? Not really. Good. I I can't get on board with her character. Like, I just, I just can't. I understand. So I'm glad that that's, she's taking a background. I think the funny thing is, talking to some of the kids I, I talk to and people online, mm-hmm. people are like, we still love Miss Darbus, but you are right. Yeah, you're not wrong. And, you know... Obviously, thankfully, I've not ruined anyone's childhood. <laughs> but I, I feel vindicated that people have heard that and are like, I mean, yeah, actually, mm-hmm. looking back on it, you are right. Yeah. But we still love what she represents to us. And that's fine. But I think if we were going to see more of her outside of a school setting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. The other thing that we got to vote on, which is my personal favourite thing that we got to vote on, was the kind of sandwich that a character eats in a nice. specific scene. I like that. So this is this is <laughs> very much like a, you know, kind of like what Snakes on a Plane was for me as a 16, 17, as a 16 year old on MySpace. This is the junior version. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Me and my friends all had like massive arguments about what we'd voted for and yeah. which Disney Channel star do we want to appear. And I'm not going to tell you. Do they appear as the Disney char- character that they are? So it... No, it's a walk-on part. Okay, so it's not like Miley Cyrus is being Hannah Montana in this. Like this is... No, this isn't Sweet Life of That So Hannah no, but this, Montana. No, but what this is would be Miley Cyrus showing up as, a, as Miley Cyrus playing a character in the High School Musical. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. But we like there was so much choice of different Disney Channel actors for yeah. us to vote on. It was amazing. I'm 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 not excited for this one so much as I am curious <laughs> yeah, about this enough. one because I feel like this will be better. But then I mean it was pretty low to begin with, so the standard can only get better. It's not like I said this is three stars mm-hmm. and it can go either way. High School Musical was a one star for me, so it can only go up. Or stay the same. So either I'm in for another two hours, kind of like, mm, it's okay. Yeah. Or 
I'm going to have a marginally better two hours this time around. Mm -hmm. But, you know, critically, it seems like people like it. It seems like they've really catered to their audience, which maybe I won't get because I wasn't there, but I respect that. Yeah. And yeah, you've got the same creative team that are guiding these characters through. Mm -hmm. And especially interesting knowing that they have a plan for them. Yeah. What time is it, Drew? It's summertime! Which is nice, because it's actually really sunny in this version. Cool. So, we'll be back, I assume, when summer ends. Yeah. We're going to go enjoy our summer break. Mm -hmm. And we will be back very shortly to talk all things High School Musical 2. Yes, indeed. Everybody's always talking at me Everybody's trying to get in my head I want to listen to my own heart talking I need to count on myself instead Did you ever Lose yourself to get what you want Did you ever Get on a ride and want to get off Did you ever Push away the ones you should have held close Did you ever let go? Did you ever not know? I'm not gonna stop, that's who I am I'll give it all I got, that is my plan Will I find what I lost you? No, you can't bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on me And we are back We had our wonderful, lovely summer And we have returned I mean, you say it was a wonderful, lovely summer But personally... (laughs) I worked and you did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Whilst I worked. Mm-hmm. You were I about had, making memories. Yeah, a dip in the pool and a trip to the spa and, you know. And I worked. <laughs> yeah. Once again, we return to the world of High School Musical where the only character that Danny cares about is Troy. <laughs> I will say this. I think throughout this, I've started to definitely have strong feelings about certain characters yeah. more so than i ever did in the first one mm. now are those there's more for you to see are those strong feelings positive feelings no mm-hmm. am i feeling things for the characters i'm supposed to probably not <laughs> also no <laughs> i have some real issues with this one which we'll talk about as we go through it mm. musically This is undoubtedly a huge step up. Yeah. The music in this, with a few exceptions, is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And since we watched it two, three days ago... Yeah. They've been stuck in my head. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, the music in this one, massive step up. The plot is better... But is that more to do with the characters than the actual plot? I don't know. Would you like to do a little plot description of what this movie is? Summertime. Yeah. And they're working, or someone, one of them's working. (laughs) Somebody's working. (laughs) I think what I really, really have issue with here, and, and I guess we'll talk about it as we go on, is I feel like they wanted my feelings towards characters to go differently than they did sure and they've tried to write certain characters as like the villains and certain characters the clear heroes but in my perspective have failed in doing that Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, we'll talk about it as it crops up. Yeah. But there's this whole thing on like once a wild cat, always a wild cat. I don't want to be a wild cat based on this <laughs> film and the way what what being a wild cat means. Yeah. If this is what that film is based on, it is not worth being a wild cat. Well, so in the first one, being a wild cat is sticking to the status quo. And being a wild cat in this one means you turn your back on your friend. And, you know, oh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we will talk about it, I promise. Yeah. I don't think this film has done anything positive towards that reputation of being a wild cat. Mm-hmm. And maybe the fact is that I'm just, I'm, I'm backing the wrong characters. Maybe. It's really interesting. So we watched the first one and Troy was your favourite, like, only character that you liked. And then with this one again, obviously, all I've heard you talk about is Troy so far. If you and it's had really, told it's me... It's so weird, because I don't know anybody whose favourite character is Troy. That, this is it. <laughs> this is what's so weird. Had you told me in 2009 mm. that I'd be a fan of Zephron... absolutely i think as he's grown up he has gotten so much better because you know he's shared the kind of disney image like even 17 again it annoys me when he does the whole like pledge abstinence and things like that because he's just he's 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 been cast because of slave to the disney channel yeah it's not even a disney film but he's been cast because of his disney image Mm -hmm. but when you get to the things like bad neighbors etc where he starts to show that like he doesn't take himself seriously. Yeah. And even Greatest Showman, I would say, yes, I know that that should have been Jeremy Jordan's role, but mm. I would still say that he's one of the better parts of that film for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm firmly Team Troy, and I think that is the problem with this film for me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But again, maybe that's the perspective of having watched it for the first time at 31. Yeah. So <laughs> we start and the very first thing you say to me is, what time is it? And I, I wrote down the title song, Summertime. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've learned since, actually, you weren't asking me the question. Yeah. You were telling me the song title. It's not called Summertime. It's what time is it? Yeah. So I just assumed you were being tongue in cheek with that when you weren't actually telling me the name of the song like you usually do. So my note just says, Summertime. <laughs> Because I thought you were just playing off the lyrics. Nope, that's the name of the song. (sighs) Already this one feels a bigger deal. Mm -hmm. We have a really fun, jazzy opening number that immediately sucks you in. Yeah. It's so, so difficult not to watch this song and like tap your toes and like just get into it. Mm -hmm. Which the first film was sorely missing. But we also have an actual title. Yeah. We don't have like boring... Calibri font saying high school musical we actually have the famous high school musical graphic design logo Mm. instantly this feels like a bigger deal yeah and as a result instantly kind of sucks me in more Mm -hmm. I already feel like I'm gonna have more fun yeah and this is such a great opening number too yeah I mean we start with the super bored students in Miss Darbus's lesson like yeah I'm there she bores me too and thank god this is all we got from her Mm -hmm. Fair play. If she's going to be in it, you can't not have her in at all. Yeah. I love her her little speech, though, where she's saying, you know, keep in mind, learning is 
isn't periodic. Yeah. Learning is always happening. Like, she's making good points, this but is the they're best, hearing, like, we've yeah. got five minutes until the bell rings. But this up. is the best teacher version of Miss Darby's I've seen so far, because she's not talking about herself. She's actually promoting lifelong learning. Yeah. You know, she's actually saying, like, hey... You're going to have summer, but don't forget that even when you don't realise it, you are going to be doing some vital learning over mm-hmm. this summertime. I think that's good. That's, that's you know, a better teacher. Good advice, yes. And yes, you pointed out how the clock was getting bigger. Yeah, the clock behind her starts at the size of a normal classroom clock, and then it keeps getting bigger until it's bigger than Miss Darbus, and it's just behind her is this giant clock, which yeah. I think is very nicely accurate of how it feels to like to be watching, <laughs> to be watching oh, the clock 100% um, there's only two moments in this film where something like that happens really what's yeah. the second moment I'll talk about it when we get there but it's it's moments where things are clearly happening inside somebody's head okay and we don't really have that in the first one no we and I don't remember it happening in the third one, so it's just it's like weird two weird things choice, that happen yeah. in this film. There's some fun moments here when the bell goes and they all they all start getting like erupting with joy that it's summertime. Firstly, we, like... see, <laughs> firstly we see a basketball thrown and Ryan looks disgusted at it, like ew, sports. absolutely, yep. And we also get like poor Miss Darby's having to pick up all, all the bits of paper. Do you know what? You deserve it for the, the way you've been in High School Musical 1. You deserve that. But I do feel bad for her. There's the teacher inside <laughs> the of you that's just like, oh, but you know. Yeah. I do notice that of the whole cast, I think Troy does look a lot older. Like, especially if you compare. Zach Efron aged. He aged yeah. a lot it's in funny. between that mm-hmm. year. You, he's the only one that noticeably it doesn't look like three months have passed yeah he went from looking like a teenager in the first one to an adult well he's not one. even a teenager in the first one he looks like a preteen in the first mm-hmm. one i was like proper he's a baby. baby face yeah and he's he's grown up in this one which mm-hmm. is jarring for the first like 30 seconds of Troy and then you just forget screen. about yeah, it yeah then you forget about it they're they're going down the stairs and we get a sense that the status quo is well and truly dead. There's mm-hmm. two things. Firstly, Sharpay seems to be seen as a celebrity. People want selfies with her. They want her autograph in their yearbooks. yearbooks yeah. Which I don't think they'd have wanted from Sharpay of the first one. So clearly... And I don't think she'd have signed them. No. So it feels like there's been some growing yeah, in between to us now. High School Musical 1 and 2. Which is undermined later on by some of her choices... But yeah. at this point, you feel like we are all in this together. Mm-hmm. The second is we get basketball choreography again. Yeah. You know, which is calling back to get your head in the game. Mm-hmm. But the difference is this time, we also have girls playing basketball. Yes. So that status quo, well and truly dead. We do. And it's the same background artists as well, because a lot of the dancers and performers for the whole of this film are the same dancers. Yeah. From the first one, and they kept them all in. But I, I like that. You know, we are we are starting with the wildcat seemingly being far more opening and mm-hmm. tolerant of everyone else. Yeah. I say seemingly, because that isn't the trend of this film. Mm. This it is took them a, three days to record this, just this song. Yeah, and you said to me that they filmed it while school was in session. Yeah, so some of the, obviously not a whole lot of this film happens at the school. Yes. It is just this opening scene. And they had to film some of this while 
the school was in session while people were in classes. So could you imagine, like, you're just sat there learning and you just see Zac Efron and Sharpay being all, like, dancing in the background. Yeah. Just being like, oh. Well, they closed off a whole bunch of the rooms and the cafeteria so that they could record the big dance number in there <laughs> um, for one day. And they opened, like, a mini cafeteria on another part of the school for the actual students to go to, which is hilarious. But, yeah. yeah. This is a much better opening. I, mm. I've already said it, but it really is a much better opening. I'm having a lot more fun already. It feels like we're watching a musical. Unlike yeah. last time, it just felt like music had been tacked on. It's not actually summertime, though, because they're still in school for another, like, five minutes after this point saying their goodbyes. The bell rings again, so it's not mm. actually summertime when they sing this song. No. Did you see Kenny Ortega? No, because I was writing notes. You're like, it's Kenny Ortega. And I was like, no, I missed him. Yeah. So in the the wave that the all the actors do. All the teachers do. Yeah. It's like, yeah. bye. Not but it a problem. starts with, it's Chad at the front. No, oh, no. It? They do like a roller coaster wave. Yes. Where they all sort of dip to the right, one behind the other. Yes. And like third or fourth from the back is Kenny Ortega. Yeah. I completely missed that because, you know. It's great. He doesn't look out of place. Notes. We kind of get some exposition to what is the stakes for this film because Troy is talking with everyone else about how this summer he needs to make bank yeah, because he needs to be able to pay for college. And I thought it was really interesting because I thought for everyone, he should be the person who is most able to just coast through and get a scholarship mm -hmm. because of you know his status as MVP. And I think that's really awesome about Troy is he's not just being complacent. Yeah. He is thinking ahead. He's thinking, hey, I need to be able to have money set aside for college. This is my last chance. Mm -hmm. I need to really work hard on it so I can apply for colleges because a scholarship may not happen. Yeah. So How awesome is that? Mm -hmm. When else have you seen any form of media like this where you have your sports star not banking on a scholarship? That's a good point. Yeah. This is why Troy is the best character, mm -hmm. because he is not complacent in anything. Yeah, so we have Troy, who says that, and then Zeke, who's the one that bakes from the first yes. one. Who, I love Zeke. I think Zeke he's is... He's really adorable He's not background. one of my favourite characters, but I think he's one of the only characters I have no ill will to after this one. Yeah, he's just cute. Like, yeah. he's just sort of here and whatever. But he says that he... His parents will match whatever he makes over the summer. Awesome. So he needs a job as well. And then Chad says, I'm saving up for a car. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And yeah, because his parents even... are paying for college for him already. Yeah. I really don't like Chad. I know you don't like through... Chad. I really, really. And we'll talk about why I don't like Chad through this film. But yeah. I feel like... We have some great Chad moments in this film. <laughs> Chad wasn't exactly the best of friends in the first one. He learned at the end mm -hmm. to embrace breaking the status quo. But he just, he's gone back on himself. In the same way Sharpay has. I don't... I think the thing is with Chad is Troy doing the school show didn't take away any time from Chad. Yeah. He didn't lose anything. No. From that. But we'll, t we'll talk as it crops up, but Chad mm. doesn't come across well in this one, I don't think. Yeah. Sharpay is getting her stuff. And, and she says goodbye to Gabrielle because she leaves every summer for a new school and she thinks that's it. Gabriella. Whatever. <laughs> who, who cares? She's Gabrielle. barely a character in this one. She really, you're right, she really is. And I was, I remember really thinking, like, oh yeah, I get why she's upset in this movie. 
And from like watching it now perspective, I'm like, she has no personality. What's yeah. happening? Honestly, you could do this film without her. Like, let her say goodbye. Let her move on. I probably would have had a better time. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. Who do you want Troy to end up with? Honestly, by the end of this, Sharpe. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> which is so weird, considering like I did not care for the Biro twins. No, I love that uh, you called them They that. basically became my second favourite characters this time around. Ryan barely, because yeah. <laughs> Ryan's st- taken a step up from literally one line to carrying a bit more. And I hope that his trajectory Having in some the character third growth. one mm-hmm. will continue. Sharpe, yeah, she goes back, but... We know, get it, it's fine. I guess this is it. Like she's she's got her public image, and now it's summertime. She's summer Sharpe, mm-hmm. and she gets to do what she wants. Yeah. And actually, now the Wildcats have kind of ruined that for her. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but you know, I still don't like them necessarily the same way I do Troy. Yeah. So they're all struggling with jobs because college kids have come back and are taking the job. So none of them can find a job. That, I think that is completely understandable. Yeah, and I think that's a nice little thing. Like, just a small little line, the references. Mm-hmm. Troy brands Gabriella. <laughs> Tears in Troy. No, Tears in total idiot, Gabriella. <laughs> that became there a running some, motif for me during this one. Like, there are some great memes stand for? of what the T stands for. But yeah, particularly enjoy that. Tears in Troy. Right, here's my thing. I know people get, like, tattoos of their significant other's name. Which is a bad idea. Right. Johnny Depp style. Um, You just change it to Wino forever. Like, that's easy fix. That was dumb. I'm sorry. No. But, like... It is dumb. Please don't buy me jewellery with your initials on it. If I buy you jewellery with my initial on it, it's your initial? That's a dog collar, though, right? (laughs) D for Danny? No, D for Drew. Like, if you have to put your initials on something to make sure that everyone knows it belongs to you. But I think that's very much a you're my first girlfriend type gift. Yeah, it's just a weird one. I wish it was a G. Like, it it would be cute because people wear necklaces G that say their Gabriella? No, G for get out of here, you're moving. <laughs> they really aren't allowed to kiss in this one, are they? <laughs> Favorite thing. They really are. So they go to they kiss. They aren't allowed to and, kiss in the first one. No, I know. And they go to kiss, and each time, and in right here, like this is a perfect moment to, to kiss. You mm-hmm. know, he's just given you jewelry. He's branded you as his property. Have a little kiss. Yeah. But no, people get in their way and stop. Also, one of my favorite bloopers happens here. This is what they actually kiss. No, this this movie has a couple of things sort of left in that I don't know whether they left them in because it's funny or because they just did not notice when yeah. they were making this film. But an extra in the background of this shot walks into a wall, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not funny. But like, if you know it's there. Go and watch the background of this scene because she tries to walk around a corner and just walks straight into a wall because she's looking at Zac Efron. She's looking straight at Zac Efron and she just walks into a corner. Oh, that's so bad. We learn, and I think this is also important for the quote-unquote plot of this film, Mm -hmm. Sharpay is crushing on Troy. Yeah. She's definitely come around to him much more than she ever was. Like, he was just this basketball geek in the first one, like jock without a brain Mm -hmm. she's grown up a little bit starting to 
you proven, know, have feelings yeah. for people other He's than proven herself. That he has musical theatre depth, which, yes. as a musical theatre girl, as soon as you find out that a guy remotely is interested in musical theatre, you're like, oh, cool, he's the one. Yeah, Excellent. that's how, like, we that's started, how started dating. Yeah. Literally our first date <laughs> that like, I organised, I took us to see... The Rocky Horror Rocky Picture Horror Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah. Yeah. So. Hello. You've got to do it. It has to be done. Exactly. So we get a little bit of reprise of what time is it. And hey, Pop and Lock Girl is a bigger deal this time. Yeah, she is. I forgot about that. Yeah, it just, I don't, I never got her name. She's just Pop and Lock Girl. It's a really good point. I don't know what her name is either. But the only one who is not kind of carried over from that sequence is, hey, I'm going to break the status quo, is, is the cello boy who you told me was arrested. Yeah. So. Her name's Martha. So Martha Mayhew is a bigger deal this time. It's Martha Cox. <laughs> okay. We go to Troy's home. Yes. And dad coach is acting like their friend, not a coach. He's all like, oh, hey, lads, come over for beers. Oh, it's oh, so weird. He, he, he's... Dad is fully reliving his youth. Oh, yeah. Like, kids. But he did that in the first one. At mm. least his character's consistent. He lived vicariously through Troy, which made me surprised that he was as successful as he was as a kid. So he's just, you know, reliving his youth. It's like, yeah, I'm one of the gang. He is like... The mum in Mean Girls. No, because she's actually a good parent. She's actually a she's good not a good parent. Yes, she is. Not in Mean Girls, she isn't. She's why all, not? She's all like just trying to be cool and does whatever Regina George wants them to do. Okay, yes, yeah, she does. She does what her daughter tells her. The which path is not of least parenting. resistance. However, the bit where she Amy Poehler, that's her name. Katie asks about alcohol and she says, no, I would never give you alcohol. But if you're going to drink it, I'd rather you did it here with this adult. She sees okay. her daughter is going to have sex with someone, offers her a condom. Good parenting. I know. Like, it's all little silly things. The, no, and there are small nice things. And I do think that Coach Dad is arguably a better dad in this one than he was in the first one. But again, Disney want us to think he's being a bad dad with the advice he gives. He's actually being really good. But again, he, it is like Regina's mum. It's like Amy Poehler, where it's just like she is part of the gang. She is friends with her child as opposed to a parent. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we get like no relationship between Troy and his mum. We actually see his mum. Yeah, she's in the first one as well. For <laughs> Barely, like 10 seconds. Yeah, like, oh, hey, you're going to come to the New Year's party instead of play basketball? That's it. Troy gets a phone call and they all make jokes because they're such good friends that, oh, he's on the phone to his girlfriend. They've just left and look, he can't go more than five minutes. Yeah. And then his dad says, oh, it can't be Gabriella because when she calls, he just blushes. It's like, cheers, dad. Yeah. But again, trying to be part of the lads. Yeah. But I think the most toxic relationship in this film is like Chad and Troy's friendship. Yeah. Because Troy actually tries to be friends but chad just sees it as a status thing you think yeah chad i don't think is a good friend isn't it super interesting to see that between male friends Mm. in a show though yeah but they ultimately get a job and that's because sharpay has called in a favor to be like oh hey get troy a job whatever it takes whatever it takes which is going to be important because troy's like oh well you know i have some requests we cut to Sharpay and Ryan driving up. Ooh, and the song that is playing in his in the car while they're driving is a song by Lucas Graville, and he's singing it. Cool. It's not on the official soundtrack for this, but they wanted car music. 
So he wrote it for this. Nice. I, I think, you know, the pink suit, Sharpe, I dislike the stupid SE in the car, on the car bonnet. I think that just looks really tacky. God, and stops it's it her look- though, isn't it? No, but I, I, I don't think she's that tacky. No, I this think is Disney trying Daddy to, bought that for her. <laughs> this is Disney trying to sell Sharpe dolls like Barbie in the Disney store, and you need to have Sharpe's car with some branding so it can't just be any car. This mm, is a, that's true. This is Disney trying they to sell merch. They did have Sharpe's car. Yeah, and it's a it's a fine car. Like mm. the hot pink fits Sharpe, but I just thought the SE looked stupid. I think that comes down to a little bit more that they didn't want to have product placement in these. Yeah. But you don't so need, the... need to have product placement anyway. I guess you just remove whatever the car symbol yeah. is. Yeah. It's it, it's Disney are just trying to make merch, which fair play, consumerism. That is what Olaf was for. Yes. So like And Sharpe is planning the talent show. Mm-hmm. They've won every year. We meet Boy. Who is uh Kenny Ortega's actual dog? Kenny Ortega's actual dog, yeah. Boy is like the main character of the Sharpe spin-off. Yeah, I like uh Fulton. Fulton, yeah. He's, he's cool. Yeah, I, he's one of my favourite characters in this one. I quite liked him. You can tell he is like, before he has to come out, it's like, okay, it's summer. Oh, God, just deal with it because you know you'll get a big bonus at the end of it. Six weeks. And smile. <laughs> Six weeks. You know, like you can tell that even though he comes across as the villain to all the workers, actually. But again, he's not the villain. He is just running a company. Mm-hmm. And he's painted to be the bad guy at times, but he really isn't. Yeah. And yeah, you can just imagine, like, he hates... Sharpe being here as much as everyone else does. Yeah, he clearly does. Yeah. It's great. But, you know, he's... And this is, I think, at times he's painted to be weaselly and, like, you know, mm-hmm. the underling. He's not, but it is yeah. what it is. So, obviously, there is a talent show every year. Of course. There's no longer any space on their wall for it, so they're going to have to build an extension. Nice little introduction for the stakes of what happens at summer. We don't have a musical, but we have a talent show. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this is, instead of High School Musical 2, this is Summertime Talent Show. Yep. S-T-T-S. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> we get fabulous, and I can see why people like this song. This song's such a bop. I think... I think it's too auto-tuned at times. Yeah, they, this and I film, don't like it as a result of that. Even more than the first one, this film, you can really hear the moment where it changes over to the like pre-recording. Yeah, which is super interesting because this one's actually Zac Efron, but you you can definitely hear where it comes in. Yeah, but I know I get what you mean. You know, I think this is especially considering how good a singer Ashley Tisdale is. Mm-hmm. I can't forgive like the very clear auto tuning in this one. Mm-hmm. And I think it sucks a lot of the fun out of this song for me because it doesn't feel like I'm watching a musical. It feels like I'm watching a heavily engineered set piece. Mm. Oh, I have to show you the concert tour because it it was great live. But so (laughs) my favourite thing about this scene is we meet the Sharpettes, which are Sharpay's girls. Yeah, they ask how, how she's been and she says, my drama department was invaded by outsiders. And I thought, well, you didn't really have much of a department to begin with. It was just you and Ryan. Yeah, basically. Like, if anything, you should be saying, hey, my drama department's successful now. Mm-hmm. I think she... if she, We could have just had her say, I lost the lead. Yeah. That would have made more sense. It but, feels very quickly like she's gone back a lot of pegs, you know, as opposed to stepping up and being like, yeah, we are all in together now and we are that, better. 
to do with the people that she's around. Because we saw at the beginning she was nicer around everyone at school. Yes, but... So does she feel like she has to act like this? It just feels more like, hey, we need to write a villain and we had Sharpay. Let's just wreck on everything we did and take her back to where she was. Yeah. Lazy character development 101. So... Like, why could why could it not have been one of the other Sharpettes was like notice some weakness in her so they are now queen bee and sharpay is like i need troy so that i can compete with it and it's yeah, all done wholesomely i could see that yeah that was never gonna happen though it was never gonna happen but it's just a bit more heathers but, than... but this is the thing is is she's now all in this together she's one of the wild cats they've all broken through the status quo so why not use that as a plot point and have it be that you can still have the plot point of it's like, Ryan, we're not good enough to do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm choosing Troy. So Ryan gets bitter and leaves. You could still have these same plot points and have Sharpay yeah. motivated by A, her crush on Troy, but B, like blinded by, I am Queen B. I'm not letting this other person take over. Mm. So this song, it's great. This is one of my favourite songs in this whole film. But we have the Sharpettes obviously doing backup for Sharpay. Yeah. That's why they exist. And then Ryan is is a Sharpette for yeah. this whole scene. And the one random lifeguard who's here as well, the piano that Ryan is playing that yeah. is in the swimming pool. That was a cool little thing. That piano cost $25,000 and they painted it pink for that scene. Yeah. And then they painted it white so it could be the white piano in the rest of the movie. I think... I approve of that. Removing the visuals from the actual song, the the, the choreography, the world, everything is great. Mm-hmm. I just, I think it's a shame the song sounded more polished than it needed to be. Yeah. When you've clearly got a really good singer. For sure. You know, I think some of the dialogue in this is really good. You establish she is Queen Bee. You know, she talks about how... She wants her iced tea from London. I didn't know we were known for iced tea. Iced tea imported from England. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I didn't know we we're were not. Known. No, <laughs> that's all. Is it just because we we drink tea, so we must drink iced tea? Yeah, but iced tea is not a British thing. No, I associate it more with Long Island. It's an American thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, mm-hmm. but she has a whole list of things from other countries. I'm it's like, iced tea imported from England. Lifeguard imported from Spain. Well, it's not because it's Gabriella. No, the the boy lifeguard. Towels imported from Turkey and Turkey imported from Maine. Because that's apparently where you get Turkey in America. Yeah, well, you know. And then we get to the end of the song. Troy comes walking in through the pool gate, which makes no sense. But, you know, they're obviously getting a tour. And she thinks that he's waving at her because he smiles. And then she turns around and realises that Gabriella is the new lifeguard. Yeah... Troy's like her Moby Dick, you know, like her white whale. She just can't catch it. She can't sure. catch that break. She set it, set it up brilliantly to spend more time with him. And Troy... That was clever. It was clever. But Troy, being the the best guy, mm-hmm. has used this as a platform to get all of his friends jobs who all have said they were struggling, who all said that they're desperate for a job because they all have goals. Troy is the best boy and has got everyone a job. Yeah. Like... That's so cool of him. Mm-hmm. And Gabriella practices some bad lifeguarding habits. Well, so this is the thing. Sharpay falls in the in the the pool and apparently can't swim. 
I think she just freaks out. She She's can't wearing swim. a lot of very expensive clothes. I just think she can't swim. <laughs> I'm willing to believe that she I'm can't willing swim. to believe that Sharpay just cannot swim. Yeah. She so, falls in and Gabriella dives. So I was a lifeguard for a long time. You do not dive into pools to save people, especially in the shallow end. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> end of film, Gabriella's broken her spine. Yeah. She dives in to save her and is like, I've got you, I've got you. It's like, dude, just stand her up. You're in the yeah. shallow end. You're in the kiddie pool. But we did establish earlier on that Gabriella is first aid trained. So she is actually qualified to be a lifeguard. Fine. So, you know, Sharpay is obviously angry because mm. all the wildcats are here. She goes into the yoga session and she sees her mom and Mother Evans is responsible for hiring, quote unquote, her chums. Yeah, they're your school chums, darling. I do like, I, do you know what? I don't think that Evan's parents come off nasty or, like, self-entitled. They're just rich people. Yeah, but they don't come off negative for it, which makes you wonder how she's got into such bad habits. They obviously don't raise their kids. No. That's how. However, again, how often when you have kids like Sharpay and Ryan are the parents super obnoxious? Yeah, I understand what you mean. And I thought that was interesting that the Evans' parents were quite down-to-earth, nice, normal. Mm. they're nice to other people that's what i mean yeah so you know the fact that she's like oh yeah we wanted to give all of your friends an opportunity that's so cool of her they mm. don't come across like negative and again it's not like she can say to her mom well i don't want them okay well i'll fire them then i'll find excuses to fire them yeah you know i think it's like cool. no we gave them jobs they work here now exactly I love that Ryan is clearly her favourite child. Oh, yeah. Clearly they get on so much better. Ryan is just doing his yoga in the background. <laughs> he, is he takes his hat cute. off and he's like, hi, mom. It's cute. I love Ryan. And we finally get the plot. Because Sharpay says to Fulton, mm-hmm. make them want to quit. Yeah. If we can't fire them, they need to leave on their own terms. Yep. So that'll be fine. So we go into the kitchen and we see all the wildcats getting prepared zeke's like baker's gonna bake which is great i'm, I, quite, yeah. I'm pleased for him he gets I'm, to do pastries again other than troy he is the hardest working wildcat i think mm-hmm. and actually deserves the opportunity to work with a professional chef yeah you know he is going to embrace it Make them like the good chefs do on kitchen nightmares mm-hmm. that when you know gordon ramsay's there is like yes chef i will do whatever it says you know they actually listen and want to sit at the learning tree Bolton meets Fulton. You know. Yeah. That seems like a weird choice. It was a weird choice. I got confused. I actually had to say to you, is his name Bolton as well? No. No. Fulton. So everyone gets their kind of jobs. Yeah. Kelsey's the pianist Mm -hmm. and like, she's happy with that. But nobody... Not really. Well... (laughs) She's okay with it. It's fine. She's okay with it, but more so than anyone else who's all disappointed that they're not going to have the fun jobs that they're waiters or taylor suddenly got promoted out of nowhere i know she's i hate taylor right taylor has to have this job because this job should actually have gone to gabriella yeah because we've established that gabriella's the smartest person at east high but she's the only one who is first day trained yeah so and also she has to be a lifeguard for the plot of this movie to work yes but so taylor has this job where She's an events coordinator, yeah. which is great. And it's obviously the kids' events because we see her with kids a couple of times. But how, why did you give this job to a teenager? I know, right? 
And especially, I'm her. sure Taylor will be fine because she seems like I honestly think Kelsey would have been a better like coordinator than yeah. You know, she's got she's she's got more going for her. Taylor's. I just, guess they probably had to give their CVs. Taylor just exists. Yeah. You know, it's a shame because she has the single most interesting line of song in this whole show does she really yeah just vocally interesting it's okay. the way that she sings it that i think is interesting and it is actually in this song work cool. it out so yeah we get the stakes three infractions and they're out mm-hmm. fair yeah he's running a business mm-hmm. he's running a business that wealthy people come to really wealthy people yeah you know, the standards are high here. I'd expect that from anyone, you know, mm-hmm. he's not doing this because he's the villain, like he's painted to it. It's almost like this is an arbitrary rule he has come up with because Sharpay said, make them want to quit. But this seems like some a rule that you would have for teenagers working at your club. For anyone working at your club. Mm. You get three strikes. If the patrons complain, that's a strike. Yeah. They are paying good money to come here. So, yeah. Work this out. Zeke can only speak in baking terms. Yeah. You you know, you do get to see more of the ensemble singing more here as well. You know, there's a few characters that just weren't important the first time around getting a chance to kind of mm-hmm. perform here. We established that all Chad cares about is getting a car. But this is the thing. Other than other than Troy, other than Zeke, all the Wildcats are such entitled, privileged losers. <laughs> Because they just want to quit already. Because, oh, we're going to have to work and deal with Sharpay, or we've got to follow these rules. What jobs did they think they were getting over the I, summer? Oh, God, I hate... Right, that's at this point, I'm done with the majority of these characters who have no work ethic. Kelsey's all right. Yeah, the majority of these characters. Right, okay. But Chad especially. Hmm. Because they seem to think everything should be on a silver platter, that they get to do what they want, when they want. They have no idea about what the real world actually is. And I wonder how damaging this was for people growing up watching High School Musical who have maybe grown up to think like, oh, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have to work hard because the Wildcats don't. Yeah. I think that's so irresponsible that these cool kid characters that we want to be part of their gang and they're like, work? Not for me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It really put me off a lot of these characters. Yeah. You know, they they think life will be easy. Doesn't endear me to them. But we get Troy being the awesome lead and just saying, well, let's make it fun. We'll do this, but we'll still do it the wildcat way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's awesome. Yeah. The songs have been high energy. Every song so far, there hasn't been like a flat song. Mm-hmm. They've all been high energy. They've all been good. Yeah. Super interestingly, a lot of the actors said that the choreography for this song yeah. was really difficult because they're in a really small space. Yeah. It's all footwork. And you can see that they've put a couple of people further back than they should be because they're named characters, because they couldn't keep up with the dance moves. So specifically, like, Kelsey is further back. She's but, not a dancer. No, Kelsey isn't a dancer. But, but Kelsey's character is also a dancer anyway. She's also the shortest actress in this show. So as soon as you put her towards the back, she disappears. Yeah. And it's quite funny. But yeah, this the actual choreography to, for this song is quite difficult. I did know all of it when I was a teenager, because yeah. I was really cool. But, <laughs> yeah... Yeah, this song basically is just Troy continuing to be a good leader, thinking of everyone and saying, we can do this, mm-hmm. you know, don't give up, we'll make it work. Yeah. They are lost without him. They mm-hmm. really are. 
he knows he needs to plan. It's why I like him more than anyone else. Like he actually has that work ethic and self-awareness that he is as good as his last basketball game. He is thinking ahead. It's not like he's coasting. I've said this already, but he, he really is. He's here. He knows he could get injured and that could be it. Yeah, he needs something. He's actually got awareness of the world. Mm-hmm. He's not. A, he's got every right to be privileged. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, he has every right. His dad is the coach, mm-hmm. so he's always going to have had that favouritism. He's the MVP, he's popular. Everyone looks up to him. He has every right to be the most egocentric of them all. Mm-hmm. And yet here he is, being like, no, come on, let's work hard. Yeah. So yeah, he has his little date with Gabriella, and they're on the uh, golfing tee, mm-hmm. tee for golfing tee, and <laughs> Sharpay tells Fulton to turn the sprinklers on. Oh, my sandwich was in this scene. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. I, vo- I voted for that sandwich. What were the other options? I was like cheese and ham and like, like normal sandwich options. Normal sandwich. There wasn't anything weird. But it's just funny that PB&J won. Yeah. Because we could have had something more interesting than that, but yeah. no. But the sprinklers turn on and it stops yet another kiss. Mm-hmm. But they enjoy getting wet together, so it's yeah. all fine. Mm-hmm. You're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriella is a bad person. She gets an infraction for fo- frolicking. Troy doesn't. Yeah, and he, you know, again, he owns up to it. He's like, it was my idea, punish me as well. It's clear he's being held to a different standard mm-hmm. because... Of Sharpay's influence, but it doesn't mean like he's willing to get away with things. Like he's still like no, he's the first person to be like no, no, it was my my idea, it was my fault. Yeah, mm. because Troy is awesome. You are the music in me. So the employees every year they have to do a musical number, but Troy's Tradition, retired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's retired. Why is he singing then? Yeah, he's like I did my one song and dance. That's yeah, me. That's it. I've, I've I've had my fill. I enjoyed it. I. Got what I needed to out. Yeah. But that's it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. But Kelsey's like, no, seriously, come, just read this. Let's just have a read through. And we see a close-up of some hands playing the piano. I don't think they were Kelsey's. <laughs> Not Kelsey's They looked hands. a lot older. I um, went back and watched that because you mentioned it. I watched that scene. They're definitely not her hands. And, uh, yeah, can she only write ballads? Mm-hmm. Breaking Free is much better. She's kind of a a one note character. She she's got she can only write one style. She's not Sondheim. She's not an Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm-hmm. There's no diversity to her portfolio, and uh, I think for this reason, Kelsey comes across a lot worse in the sequel as well. Yeah, you know, because she's not really got much going for her. She's she's coasting off that one hit. Where did right? So they they're singing this song in a room where it is just the three of them and a piano. Mm-hmm. So where do the other instruments come from? Because we're this is supposed they're to be in di- Troy's head. This is supposed to be a diegetic song. They're yes. in Troy's head, and they also learn the lyrics way too quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I want some believability from High School Musical too, please. Oh, but... And just like that, Troy is out of retirement, mm-hmm. and Ryan has spotted the whole thing. He spies on it. He's gone and told Sharpay like a good stooge does. Yeah. And Sharpay thinks she'll be able to replace Gabriella. Mm. You know, just some general villain conspiring of, well, you know, I'll, I'll be able to take over. Cool. Okay. Yeah. 
We cut back to the kitchens, and at this point I write the note, Chad and Troy seem to have a great friendship. They're just skipping around having fun. Mm -hmm. I kind of like to erase that comment from my notepad, because I think <laughs> Troy is a good person. Yeah. Are you talking about their weird little dance bit together? Yeah, there's literally nothing else going on. They're just dancing around the kitchens together. You skip deep. They made that up. But that's you, the actors. That's got nothing to do with the and characters. This is the thing is, it comes across so nice. And it makes Chad's treatment of Troy even worse. Yeah. But it's because that's not Troy and Chad. It's Zach that's Efron, Zac Zac Efron and, and Corbin Blue. Blue. I think the thing just is... Just being dogs. This film is trying to position you on the side of all the wildcats that troy is letting them down but he's really not no maybe it's because we're adults maybe, maybe it's that and we're maybe, at the point in life where it's maybe like... as a kid i'd be betrayed that troy was going about doing his own thing but actually i'm firmly team troy mm. and everyone else comes across so bad for this yeah but when you're a teenager your best friend going and hanging out with somebody else is a big deal yeah you know I know, yeah. obviously, you learn as you get older that people can have more than one friend. But this but... is it. They're basically trying to show, like, hey, he's fun when he's around everyone else, but it's, life's not as fun when he's not with us. And, mm -hmm. you know, why would he want to do that? They are firmly trying to make us be on the, the Wildcat side, and we're trying to have Troy become, like, the bad guy. Yeah. And this is a scene I think is really important. Just the throwaway thing between the two actors being themselves. But mm -hmm. it's so important to be like, this is what he should be like. This is what Troy's like. But they get a promotion. They are going to be golf caddies today. Yep. And they're going to be golf caddies for the Evans family. Evans is, yeah. One of my favourite things is as Mr. Evans' helicopter descends, we get a really stuffy version of Fabulous playing. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I think it's mm. so, so Clever. funny. Mm -hmm. You know, like, this is the Evans music. It's fabulous fabulous yes i am fabulous you know <laughs> you could see her dad singing that but yeah but like a much more like <laughs> yeah stuffy just, version stuffy version of fabulous i mm. liked that mrs evans can't golf none of them can sharpay is really insufferable in this this sequence here she like, hasn't seen her dad in a year though no so not towards she's like her dad playing it up Oh, to Troy. To everyone. Right. Like, she's really, really insufferable in this one. Mm -hmm. And, like, Chad is earning his, his like, oh, 100%. money here. Yeah. Troy's allowed to try a shot, mm -hmm. and he's very good. Yes, it's not difficult to play golf when you're using ping pong balls instead of golf balls. No, I know, but, like, Troy is good. Like, <laughs> naturally gifted. Never, I, I, I don't think they say anything, but he comes across like he's never played golf before. I think he's played before because his family does have go to a club. Yeah. Again, more evidence that Troy should be this really privileged, pampered boy, but he just wants to work for things. Yeah. So in every scene in this movie where any actor hits a golf ball towards where the camera would be, they're using ping pong balls instead of golf Makes balls. Sense. But this scene in particular... Because it's quite close, you can see that it's a round white ball that doesn't have any grooves on it yeah. like golf balls do. It's just a ping pong ball. But apparently the crew just got really used to just being pelted with ping pong balls all day. Just hilarious. Yeah. This is a fun little sequence. Like, mm -hmm. to see the whole Evans family dynamic. Mr. Evans doesn't seem as obnoxious, especially considering he's, his entrance music is stuffy fabulous. And he arrives in a helicopter. Yeah, you'd think you're painting him up to be, like, Sharpay, but worse. Mm -hmm. And no, he's quite genuine. He's, like, really takes an interest in Troy. I feel bad for Ryan. 
Yeah. Because I feel like he's like, his ah, dad the has, son I've always wanted. Yeah, his dad has high expectations. <laughs> and I do feel bad for Ryan because I feel like his dad maybe doesn't notice him and obviously there's he no He's doing the there. hat thing. Yeah. That happens a couple of times. He's like, your hat's... Ryan obviously has his own fashion sense yes. and his dad's like, no, fix your hat. Yeah. Ryan's like, no. Yeah. But that's probably the only negative kind of vibe I get off Mr. Evans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently Ashley Tisdale just is terrible at golf. Yeah. They in all... real life. she No, she literally could barely do anything. Yeah, but I think that is endearing about Sharpay is the fact that it's like, she's just like, I've got no idea what I'm going to do. I'm just going to bounce along. <laughs> but I also don't care. So. She's, she's obviously flirting. Like, she's as subtle as a brick to the face. And mm. Chad is on to her. That evening, Troy's presented with a suit by Fulton. Yep. And he's invited to the Evans's dinner. Mm-hmm. And we learn that Mr. Evans is on the board for the University of Albuquerque. Yep. And he's brought along the coach yeah. for the Albuquerque basketball team. You know, Troy's Red really... Hawks, yeah. Troy's really modest about this here. He's like, well, there's there's no I in team. I'm just as good as... I'm not... I'm only the MVP because I work with everyone else. It's like, yeah, I got the shots, but they're the ones who got the ball and worked as a team to pass it to me. Mm-hmm. Which is so cool. He's not like, well, yes, I am MVP Troy Bolton. And yeah, you'd be very lucky to have me on your team. Yes. You but... of A. They make it very clear, the coach and Sharpay's dad, they make it very clear that they're not interested in anybody else yeah but again credit to troy no he tried he it doesn't matter they're not interested in anyone else like that's their no i just mean for a for the rest for from a storytelling standpoint for the rest of this story they are not interested in anyone except troy but what i really like is that troy continues to be modest about it and he's Mm -hmm. like you know i'm only as good as i am because i have a fantastic team Mm mm-hmm and dinner's finished he's supposed to be going to have a poolside picnic date with gabriella i do like the line that mr evans says where he's like well between the two of us we hold some sway that's illegal this is very illegal (laughs) but yes uh mentions that he is he's a triple threat and this is this is the most famous of triple threats Mm. he is a golfer, yeah. a basketball player, yeah. and a singer. Obviously. The most well-recognised of all triple threats. Just look at Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he plays the basketball with the Looney Tunes. He, he golfs. Yeah. I mean, if he sang... Michael Jordan was a cheerleader. Okay, there we go. And he also plays baseball. Just, mm-hmm. you know, Troy is the second coming of Michael Jordan, apparently. <laughs> sure. But I just feel like, again, that's such a stupid line. Like, I'm mocking it because it's it is funny. stupid. Yeah, but it's not like it's Sharpay that says that. It's the Albuquerque coach. I know. Albuquerque. No, it is Sharpay that says it. Sharpay tries to sell Troy as a triple threat because he can golf, play basketball and sing. Because that's what every basketball coach wants. Yeah, why not? It's so stupid, but it works because it's Sharpay. But for some reason... This is now the basis of Troy's application for the rest of this film. The sure. University of Albuquerque are like, oh, yes, that's the kind of triple threat we they want. They want to see that you can do other things when you apply to university. <laughs> it's just so silly. But yeah, Troy's frustrated because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he just he wants to be on his poolside date. Yep. Gabriella, I wrote the note, Gabriella has a stupid laugh. <laughs> that's mean. Oh, 
Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> That's mean. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. No, I can think of exactly what laugh you're talking about. And it's because of her joke Yeah. here. Yeah. So the suit that he gets given, he's wearing his own trainers with the suit. And she's like, he's like, oh, what do you think of my suit? And she's like, oh, it's cute. Your shoes don't match, though. Ha <laughs> ha. Kidding. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Tears in trainers. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so then he, he goes to get changed into his swimmers. But... Taylor continues to be an awful friend because she's so ready to just hate on Troy. She's not wrong. If a guy shows up an hour late for a date, the date is over. Okay. However, she's not even willing to be like, oh, hey, Troy was like completely here, why? blindsided by Fulton and told he had to do this. And Troy has been trying to get away all night. Yeah, but Troy hasn't had a chance to tell Gabriella that yet. No, I know. But Taylor's going to know this because she'll be with the rest of the Wildcats will be telling what's going on. Mm. The thing that frustrates me the most about Taylor is like, you know for a fact that Troy has done nothing no, to kind of justify the, the quick to hate on him thing. She just doesn't like him. She still hasn't got over her biased opinion from High School Musical 1 that, oh, basketball players have no brains, they're stupid, they're cavemen. She hasn't gotten yeah. over that bias yet. She's She just sort of tolerates him in the way that you do of your best friend's significant other as a teenager. But this is the stupid thing is he's clearly crazy about her. Yeah. And, you know, he's also thought about everyone, got them all jobs. Yeah, he got you this job, Taylor. (laughs) Every single person is so ready to hate on him for doing nothing. Mm -hmm. It's like they have these stupidly high expectations and the second he doesn't meet up to it, that's it. He's gone from, you know, uh, everyone's favourite person to public enemy number one. Yeah. You know, and it's just not fair. Okay, I think I know which song is the extended song Mm -hmm. because this is the worst, absolute worst part of this, this film. Yeah. Because we get another... Racist song from the white privileged twins. Yeah, so the song that they sing is called... <laughs> I'm going to try and pronounce it. It's not going to be good. It's Huma Huma Nukunuku Apua'a, which is a type of fish. Like, it, the fish that they're singing about is a real type of fish. And it used to be the national fish of Hawaii. Um, I looked the fish up because yeah. I was like, maybe this is a real story. And it's like Princess and the Frog is like the the fairy tale, not the Disney movie. That's like the plot of the yeah. song that they sing here. So I looked it up and I was like, is there a fairy tale based around this fish? And it's just an interesting coincidence. Yeah. No, it's just a fish. It's called a reef trigger fish and they bite. It's <laughs> basically what I found out about them. They They are properly, like, they like to bite people. I think this is why I'm really disappointed that only the extended cut exists on Disney Plus because you have to watch this. And I feel like this is so damaging to Sharpay and Ryan mm-hmm. because, again, any good work that the ending to High School Musical 1 has done, it's undone here. I wish they would have just had a line where they say, oh, it's from my favourite musical, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know... And we established that they didn't write this. Yeah, but this is it. And it's the same with their version of Bop to the Top. Yeah. Bop to the Top is from Tinseltown, though. But my point is, the way they perform it is obviously they are doing stuff... Yeah, that's not nice. ...that is not appropriate at all. And it is just uh, cultural appropriation. Yeah. And it's awful. From 
Troy going back inside and Gabriella and Taylor's conversation. Yeah. Until Troy runs out and jumps into the pool and shouts, Hey, Wildcat! That whole section, including yeah. the scene that goes with this song, is gone. And you said when we watched it, you were like, but if you lose the scene, the film doesn't make sense. Yeah. Which was a lot of people's thoughts when the yeah, film came like, out. Yeah, I feel like, like you cut the song and you can still have like the conversation of like, especially because it's so important to the rest of the plot. She's like, hey, Troy, you should sing with me. And, you know, we could win the talent show together. Like, that's also so important to the plot. Yeah, but and it's none cut. of that was in there, especially... And the the biggest thing that it, it affects is Ryan. Yeah. Because this whole, the purpose of this scene, this extended scene, is to make it really clear that Sharpay is willing to just drop Ryan in a mm-hmm. heartbeat if it means she gets to be with Troy. Yeah. And he's really upset by it. Yeah. He's like really clearly upset he is. by it. I also just think the whole thing about this, this song is tacky. It's, mm-hmm. it's massively inappropriate but there is no way a prestigious country club like this would have such cheap and tacky props no it's true the whole thing about this is just an awful sequence mm-hmm. you know uh i am trying this one he's just sat like no no way and really uncomfortable <laughs> like i am Troy. I said that to you when we were watching it sharpay is like did you not love it no sharpay no one loved it mm-hmm. like you know take away the ortega cut yeah and he says the most brilliant, brilliant bit of feedback to her. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried just singing? And she's like, it'd be much harder to get applause that way. <laughs> it would work. Sharpe, just listen to him. He may not be as experienced. It would work. Mm-hmm. He yeah. knows how to shut her up. He says, I like your shoes. Yeah. And yeah, this all seems so pivotal, but... You know, that's this this scene done. And we cut to Troy and his fake drowning. Mm. I need a lifeguard. And we, yeah. you know, we he says, shh, just listen. We shh for the coyotes. Or is that just Sharpay singing? <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Ashley Tisdale's phenomenal singer. No, I know, I know. But Sharpay isn't. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, really important distinction Sharpay is not a good singer, especially because she has nobody to rein her in. She's a good technical singer. She's not a good performer. No, she 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 just always gets away with it because it's what she wants to do. And if, yeah, everyone has always been like, you know, yeah. and, and and awarded her for things. Mm-hmm. And she's she's that victim of parents and friends who just say yes who are fake friends who she, would just tell her that she's amazing no matter what yeah yeah and i think troy again the way he says things to her he doesn't say it to be obnoxious he says it to her truthfully it's like hey have you ever thought about just singing mm. and not focusing on the performance like he's really and she nice takes ab- that feedback yeah and he's one. really nice about it and she's probably getting constructive criticism for the first time in her life mm-hmm Gabriella is on strike two for saving a drowning man. I don't understand why they didn't say that. No, no, right? He like, was drowning. I am not a good liar, but I would be like, he fell in. He fell in. I'm doing my I'm job. I'm a lifeguard. Yeah, like... I know that off duty. I'm going to take this to the press, good sir. You've just told me off for doing my job and saving a man. Yeah, also, <laughs> from a 
having been a lifeguard standpoint, yeah. why shouldn't she be in the pool? She should be practicing getting to know her area. Yeah. That's like telling off Zeke for, you know, cleaning the, the kitchen or walking around and getting to know all the kitchen and opening all the drawers and seeing where everything is. He's got, yeah. you've got to know your domain. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's weird. Yeah. And I know it's not Fulton's fault. But he's doing what he's been told, you, you know, he's got to keep Sharpay happy because... Unfortunately, life is not worth living if Sharpay is not happy. We go home and Coach Dad encourages Troy to think selfishly about his future. He says, if you deserve the attention, soak in it. And actually, it's some of the better advice he's been, he's ever given, but mm. it is painted to be bad advice. I think the issue is, because when we watched this, I was like, terrible dad advice. But... I don't mean that the advice itself is bad. Yeah. I mean, what he's doing is not listening to what his son is asking. Exactly. He's not listening to what Troy's problem is. Yeah. Because Troy's problem isn't that he doesn't want the attention. Because he does. And he deserves it. That he's letting his friends down. Yeah. And. The, while the advice is good, it's not what he needs. He probably just needed a hug. Like, yeah. you know, it's not difficult. But I think his dad has given him some really good advice here. That's like, there is nothing wrong yeah. with... It's like when you have to write, you know, your personal statement and you're, you you hate having to sell yourself. And so, well, actually, why shouldn't I sell myself? Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing is, he does deserve this. So he gets promoted... And he's now going to earn $500 a week plus tips. And again, he deserves it. He should be happy. But every other wildcat looks down at him. Mm-hmm. And they look angry at him. So I guess we're not in this together. Yeah. You know, they, they don't like it when something nice happens to their leader. And it just makes them look really, really awful that they're all looking down on Troy. Because it's like, why would you accept this? We should all be back here slumming it together. Mm-hmm. How dare you say yes to this opportunity? We're back here. Mm. It's such a toxic friendship group. Fun fact. The locker that Troy gets given yeah. is the locker that belongs to the guy that owns the club cool. that they're filming at. And he loaned it to Zac Efron. That's very cool. Yeah, it's so cute. it's like Sharpay's locker being prestigious. Yeah. That is cool. We get some really good advice again from Fulton. This mm. family has clout. Ride it. Yeah, basically. He's not wrong. Yeah. Like, Fulton obviously gets paid a lot, you know, to work here. And also we get some great fashion advice from Fulton. Yep. Do not mix plaid with stripes. He's, yeah. Or black with brown. Yeah, really good advice. Idea. Troy's not so good at giving the advice to the golfing, you know. He's terrible. He's like, make that ball fear you. He also says, try holding the club that way. Like, it, there's no teaching going on here. Troy is so out of his depth, but he's trying. No, but it it is so clearly... And again, I worked at a club. Yeah. The, the swimming pool that I was a lifeguard for was at a part of a club. And people don't want their kids to learn anything. It's free babysitting. Yeah. Put them in the golf club. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know... They don't care. At least Troy's not just sat there, just like reading a newspaper. He's... At, hands on trying to mm. do something and Sharpay comes up and he gives her some coaching tips to the point yeah. she actually hits the ball 
And of course, Taylor spies this and jumps to conclusions. No. And assumes no. that Troy is cheating. You have completely misinterpreted this. Situation. I know that Char- no, right. I know that Sharpay is faking. Sharpay is pretending yeah. to be bad at golf so that Troy will show her how to play golf. However And then Troy puts his arms around her. To coach her. But yeah, Taylor's again just judging him for doing his job. Like, Taylor's just been like, oh, he's really into Sharpay. I'm going to go tell Gabriella that he's flirting with other women. Yeah, that is fairly, like, rude of her. Exactly. And unkind. But... Sharpay is faking. Sharpay's in the wrong. Oh, yeah. No, because Sharpay, we then see her, like, nail the, the tee off. Like, yeah. it's, it's... And Taylor's like, how do you? But again, you know that Taylor's point is going to be, oh, you should have seen the way he was. And Sharpay knows what she's doing, but he was still like this. Mm-hmm. Like... She's got more moves than an octopus in a wrestling match. It's yes. my favourite line. <laughs> the University of Albuquerque invite Troy to basketball with them. Yes, and Sharpay's dad goes to watch. Yeah. But, and he sits with Troy's dad They and they get on, you know? And again, it's just another thing of like, this guy doesn't seem like he has... He's like really up himself. Yeah. He is happy to go and hang out with Troy's dad, who, by their standards, is beneath them. Yeah. You know? I just think it's interesting. All of the Wildcats feel betrayed. Why can they not just be happy for him? Like, they suck. Yeah. Gabriella is the worst girlfriend. this is the university they want to get into. Yeah. You would be sucking up so hard. This is it. And they're, like, going up to Troy, being like, why are you ditching us? Why can't we come along? And Troy's like, well, I tried. It's like, well, you didn't try hard enough. When did this film come out? 2007. Was it easy to get into university in 2007? I got into university in 2008, so it must be. <laughs> God, like, you got into university in 2008. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm a child, sat on my couch. Yeah. Oh my God. Gabrielle is the worst girlfriend. Again, she's not supporting Troy. Troy should ditch all of them. The moral of this film is once a wildcat, always a wildcat. Until your leader thinks of himself a wild in which case screw him yeah they're so quick to basically boot him out the wild cats mm-hmm. because how dare he go off and make some contacts yeah it's just awful also this surely is useful to all of them like based on the fact that he got them all jobs they're getting money mm-hmm. what what have they bought to, to this table to this table yeah literally they have contributed nothing <laughs> All they are doing is bringing Troy down and making him feel like what he's doing is wrong. They are seriously gaslighting Troy. Mm -hmm. That's how they keep this friendship is they keep Troy down. They keep him at their level. They don't let him soar. They are rocks to his balloon. (laughs) You know how we say sometimes that when we watch certain films... We're reading too much. We we think too hard about it. But this is the thing is like considering everyone always goes on about how they wanted to be a wildcat. I'm two films in and I don't get it. But what team, though? What do you mean, what team? Wildcats. <laughs> like, but why? They're not good friends to Troy. I, Boo. They're not. This is this is the sort of thing. But the Wildcats, that isn't just the team. That's, like, the whole school are Wildcats. I know it's the whole school, but they're all quick to forget about their loyal leader. Yeah. That's the thing. It's so nasty of them. So... Ryan's been ditched by Sharpay. Yes. And he is invited to baseball with them. 
Yeah, in the nicest move that Gabriella and Taylor make in this movie. Literally the only good thing they do. Is yeah, they and I think him. it's really cute that they invite him. But yeah. there's there's a staff baseball game that Gabriella had mentioned previously to Troy, and, and Troy was like, oh, I forgot, but I'm going to this thing instead now. Whatever. And I, I do understand why they're annoyed at that at Troy. Like, I'm not just going to be completely like, oh, hey, Troy is completely blame-free. That yeah. sucks. He forgot about it. He That's... forgot about it. However... This is a little bit more important this than is a, this staff is, right. baseball game. It is. This is his future mm. as opposed to the now, you know. And he's said since day one, like the start of this film, he is thinking about college. He is thinking about the future. Yep. It's not like it's, you know, a curveball. Mm-hmm. Appropriately, let's talk about baseball. <laughs> yeah, so they. <laughs> Ryan says... He's not a staff member, so he's not allowed to go. And Gabriella was like, no, it's open to everyone. I'm inviting you. Come and play baseball Which is really with us. nice. And then when they get there, Gabriella is like, hey, we're still doing the, the concert. And they're like, no, because we're not going to do it without Troy. Which makes no sense because it's not like Troy was... They're so petty. Gonna they are just, they choreograph just pathetic children. <laughs> they are children. Barely. No, they are children. Barely. They are closer to being adults going off to college. They are a year removed. They are basic, they're entering their senior year, getting ready to think about college and graduating. They are barely children at this point. Okay, sure. You know, if, if this was their first year of high school, fine. No. They're petulant. They're just like, well, we're not going to do it if Troy's not doing it. Yeah, well, so Gabriella is like, well, Ryan... Is a really Martha. talented. All she wants to do is dance, and they're like, "No, we're not going to do it." No, Martha, you're not going to pop and knock, <laughs> jam and break. <laughs> it's like what they're saying to Zeke. No, Zeke, you stop baking now. We're back into the status quo. Zeke is the only person who doesn't have any stakes. <laughs> Zeke is just it. happy learning from the chef. Zeke's I want, here. I want a spin-off that Zeke's fabulous summer, which is just him <laughs> just, learning to cook. It's just a cooking having video. A great time. <laughs> Like I was trying to remember. So in the third one, obviously they're all applying to I don't to, know, obviously I've not seen it. The third one's their senior year. Yes. They're all applying to colleges. Yes. And I can't remember whether or not he applies to go to culinary school, but I hope he does. Yeah, I hope Zeke makes it. That's we stand Zeke. So yeah, we go to I Don't Dance because, yes. you know, Chad is awful. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to do what Troy does. because I'm." <laughs> However, I'm... Corbin Blue is the best dancer oh, in this cast. Oh, this is a phenomenal sequence. I really so I really like this sequence. And I really liked this song. And I really like the motif of, hey, so bad, bad, hey, bad, bad, a shring. And I like the... I can't just do nothing. The motif of the clapping mm. is really fun. Like, this is a great number. Yeah, you played this in the car. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked this number a mm. lot. You know, I think it is really silly when you're doing a song about how I can't dance or yeah. I don't dance. And it's like, here you are singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's, it's so good. It is. And having the two teams as well. And Ryan, so they do a really good costume thing with this scene where Ryan was wearing all white anyway. Yeah. And he wears a lot of white in this movie, yeah. just in general. But he's getting closer and closer to wearing wildcat colours. Oh, yeah. Which is so nice. It is. But in this scene... The two teams, you've got the Wildcat team who were wearing red and white and then the other staff team who were wearing black and white. And yeah. because Ryan's just wearing all white, he joins the staff team 
And then at the end, obviously fits in with the motif of the rest of them. Yeah. It's so nice. And, and it, like, this is one so of the well best out. songs because we actually finally get some focus on, on Ryan. Mm-hmm. He is actually getting a chance to sing and having some solos on this point. Mm-hmm. Gabriella, again, to her credit, showing some brains for the first time in this film. Hey, Ryan could direct it. So maybe we'll win the talent show and really yeah. give Sharpay what for. And she's, she makes a final point, which is like, guys, this is our summer. Why are we wasting our time caring about what Troy is doing right now? Yeah. And she's not, she, the way that I'm, I think she means it is. Let him do what he wants because we've still got each other. Yeah. And, and that's the way it should be. It's yeah. just like, you know, if we want to do a thing together, that's fine. But again, I think the way she says it, it's petulant. It's like. Like, who cares what he's doing? Who cares? Okay. Oh, my God. We can all do this together. Like, I just... Mean. But they're mean. They're <laughs> the mean ones, Drew. Poor Troy. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so... Right. What I'll say is, the only, only way Chad is ever going to kind of, like, finally, like, be a nice person, or the only way I could get on board with Chad is if in senior year, him and Ryan end up together it will never happen it's a dude they are just flirting with each other right this is just they they are so digging each other (laughs) and flirting speaking of their costumes at the end of i don't dance we see that they're sat uh having chips or something yeah you know fries whatever you want to call them and ryan and chad have swapped costumes and obviously they were both wearing hats in this scene and it's not just hats that they've swapped it's their whole outfit They clearly got in the showers. I'm like, hey, <laughs> no, right? And like Taylor and Gabriella are there, and well, at this point, Taylor isn't with Chad. No, but it's still no because she's like... gone back to her bias of like sports men have no yeah. brains. But she's just—it's so funny that who they just sat there. Who sings the line? I'll show you how I swing. Show you how I swing. It's Chad. Yeah, so Ryan clearly took Chad up on that offer. Yeah. Well, my favorite, like, right. I know I have been to two baseball games in my life. Good for you. I don't know know what happened at either of them. (laughs) Um, I was not old enough to buy alcohol in America, so I couldn't even enjoy it that way. But God knows what was happening with that game. Let's all go the to weird... the ballpark. Yeah. Let's all go to I went and ate lots of food, basically. Yeah. But at the beginning of this baseball game, they throw the bat into the air and then they catch it and whoever's hand ends up on top, I guess, gets to choose whether they bat and Ryan or pitch is like, first. But the way that it's done, it's so, it's so homoerotic. It really is. <laughs> you know, Ryan does good baseball, but... You know, the Wildcats win. Obviously. But Chad is still willing to dance, even though I thought he didn't dance. Mm-hmm. And But he has respect because Ryan's shown that he can Yeah, because Ryan's only shown that, you know, hey, I'm open to anything. Yeah. Whereas Chad is still like However, in the costume change, obviously well, Chad's so now yeah, open to anything. You get a quick um cut to the University of Albuquerque. They're impressed with Troy. He gives 120% in everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Troy, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, Troy is, is fantastic. And yes, Chad and Ryan have swapped clothes now that they're lovers. And <laughs> right, the weirdest bit from Troy. Maybe the only bit where Troy I I really question. So 
he shows up and Ryan is now in wildcat colours. He's like, hey, look at me. I'm one of you guys now. And he's all <laughs> Gabriel's like, okay. over Gabriella. And Troy's just looking at him like, what are you doing with my girlfriend? Oh, no. As if Troy the doesn't know line. that Ryan is clearly gay. My favourite line where Ryan says like, oh, the best part of that evening was we all went back to Gabriella's mum's afterwards and she makes the best brownies. And Troy's like, I know, I've had them. No, <laughs> so, so this is the thing. Down, Troy. I don't think. I don't think that Troy is jealous of Ryan and Gabriella. I I've, think he's just like, I should he, be doing that. No, 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 no. What it is, is he has noticed that Ryan is wearing Chad's clothes. <laughs> Troy is jealous. He's not wearing Chad's Troy clothes. Troy is jealous that Ryan stole his Chad. No, these aren't Chad's clothes anymore. It probably is another one of Chad's clothes. No, because it's a he's matching had, top and bottom with a matching hat. Yeah. Chad doesn't own that. No, but he's probably taken some of Chad's like cast-offs. <laughs> he is jealous that Ryan stole his Chad. It's just... So, when we were watching this, Danny paused the film here and turned around and was like, why is he jealous? <laughs> I mean, I... It's such a great scene. It, it and especially it because we know as viewers that Kenny Ortega and Lucas Gabriel agreed that Ryan was gay. Yeah. And obviously we're then told that they couldn't have that in the film Which, and that's its whole own thing with DCOMs. But, yeah. you know, it's canon. So it's yeah. just so And funny. we know that. But, you know, I really wanted... This sequence ends with Troy turning to Gabrielle and saying, you know what T also stands for? Trust. <laughs> I mean, that happens in a bit. Does, yeah, no, it does. Everyone turns on Troy because, you know, once a wildcat, always a wildcat. Mm-hmm. But everyone's given up on him. Everyone's turned on him. And we go to Music in Me reprise. And for once, the, the Sharpay version, version is better. <laughs> She's Elton John to this number. 100%. Like, it's great. It's jazzier. It's more upbeat. She's basically taken... Kelsey's song and like um, you realise you already wrote this one in the first high school musical it's called Breaking Free how about we break this song Jazz free it up a little bit. and actually make it fun mm-hmm. this is great and even the bits where, where Troy is like awkwardly singing he's like I've got no idea what to do with this mm-hmm. even that works some of the dance moves Troy too. is a fish out of water with this because yeah. this is a performance you know you've got the uh, you've got the the pyrotechnics, you've got the backup. You know, I, I'll tell you this. This is the first time in two films I've actually seen any talent in Sharpay. Mm. She just needs to coach Troy and they have a winning performance. Mm-hmm. That I would stand by that performance and say that wins. She's got a great eye for it. She's taken on the feedback of, you know, Troy saying, hey, why not just sing? Not relying on these big costumes and weird choreography. Yeah, this, so this she is just the last thing mature. they filmed. Really? Yeah, the very last thing. And because they'd... It's the outdoor stuff. They did all the outdoor sequences last. I just remembered the bit that you said was like like the clock. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about it in a second. Um, yeah, but so they filmed this last and it was just like the last day. They were like, okay, we need to do this one. Let's do and it. And really... they did the, like two takes and we're done yeah, with it. this is great. I love this one. This is one of my favourite bits. This I has love... been added to my... my driving playlist Good, this version you. of the song i just love the bit where troy sings really high yeah because that's zach efron and yeah. we didn't hear the drew seeley version of this anywhere yeah. and also kelsey's playing the piano yeah because kelsey's actually been like oh this song's better now 
She's and she is obviously trying to keep up with it as well because yeah. it's a very upbeat song. But this is such a bop. It is so much better. This is this is them finally bopping to the top. Mm-hmm. Like this is what would win them a hundred percent. Sharpay tries to seduce Troy. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he sees her as a bride. So is he aware of the effect he has on women? I think it's more that in that moment, he suddenly realises that Sharpay has ulterior motives. Yes. Because this is the, it could be our thing. Like. I wish he'd been like, let me dump Gabriella and okay. I feel like he's going to have a better side in Sharpay. And Sharpay, actually, through trying, I'm not saying her motives are right, but through trying to win Troy's affection. She's really helped him out. She has given him massive opportunities. Mm-hmm. And okay, that's not necessarily fair because Troy wants to earn this. And you know that he probably would have stood on his own merits if he'd had the shot anyway. Yeah. But even though what she's doing is for the wrong reason, she's really helping him out. And actually, I feel like they both make each other happy in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm disappointed that they don't end up to together he says he's not interested and he goes off to try and join the wildcat talent show but you know they're bad mouthing him because like oh we're so much better without troy yeah we're all gonna win and he hides because he doesn't want he doesn't want you know them to know that he sees them and we get a homage to one of the weirdest bits of high school musical one yeah sharpay continues to be so blind she misses obvious hiding spots like in the first one where she's in the toilets and she completely misses Gabriella standing in front of her. Mm-hmm. She misses Troy mm-hmm. standing literally in plain view. He's not behind a plot. He's just up against the wall hiding. I think she doesn't want to see him right now, though, anyway. No, Sharpay so... is like a shark. She has, like, tunnel vision. Yeah. It's just... it's all. It just makes her look so stupid. You know, there are some really weird directorial choices in this film. And like you say, the editing choices as well, where you keep in a shot of somebody walking into a wall. Mm-hmm. Who's making these films? How are they allowing such silly, silly things to happen? Well, we haven't gotten to my favourite point. No, we haven't, so and we'll get there. <laughs> but it, it, it just screams amateur hour sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And like, yeah, we're laughing at it. But why is that allowed to happen? Who watched it and was like, you realise this, you realise this doesn't look good. Mm. Were these films that rushed that it was like one and done? Yeah, they were trying to go like crack it out. Literally, that takes done. Oh, but Kenny, Troy's in play for you. I said, done. Next <laughs> shot. I want to go home. <laughs> Kenny, we've got to retake this shot. Some stupid girl walked into a wall. Nah, it's fine. It's not her fault. <laughs> No, but do you know what I mean? Like, why are they allowing it? I, I, I tell you what, there are no deleted scenes. Everything made the cut. They filmed <laughs> it once and that was it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so they did three or four weeks of rehearsals of everything before and they did filmed this. filmed it, like, and in three days. It. Like, they, it took six weeks to film it and one week of that is better. I know, I know. Like, a whole week. Okay, well, we'll talk about that very, very soon, I'm sure. So mm. I really like Ryan's spying here. It's nice to see him dismiss and stand up to Sharpay. Like, mm. I'm, I'm so here for that. She's gone to try and get him back, and he's like, no. She didn't do a good enough job. Yeah. And, you know, good. She deserves this. Fulton's the voice of reason to Sharpay. She says, right, okay. Let's cancel the talent show. Let's say that workers aren't allowed because I'm not going to win. 
And he's like, yeah, but your brother's involved. And she's like, I don't care. Shut them down. Yeah. Fulton does it. And Yeah, so he says that junior staff members are no longer allowed to perform because they all have to be waiting the tables that night. Yeah. But I, from context clues, you sort of understand that that's always how it would have been. Yeah. And that they would have been working and then just for their performance, they would have gone up. Yeah. So it doesn't make a whole no. realm of sense. But, you know, she gets them banned. Who says the line? Is it Fulton that says to Taylor, welcome to the world of adults? Yeah. Good. Because that's a perspective they need. Yeah. They literally just think that life is going to be handed to them on silver platter. Mm-hmm. No, things don't work out that yeah. way. Get some adult perspective. He says some of us have jobs and mortgages to pay. And Yes, he does, because he seems really like tearful he's about it. He's having a breakdown. Like, he is. He's like, do you not get that there is more to this? Like, I'm not just doing this to be petty. Do you not get that this, this is, is my work- job? This is yeah. my job. This is working life for you. If you don't like it, there's the door. Yeah. Don't let it hit you on the way out. You need me for a reference and I will give you a bad reference if you want. And you know Another what? one of my favourite lines from Taylor. Yeah. Mr. Fulton, can I get you a tea? Yeah. And he's like... I, you know, this is again. It's more silly, and I can I can imagine as a child you look at Fulton as the big bad wolf. He's more comedic, I think. I love his character. Yeah. He is just a working man trying to make it, trying not to have to deal with all these teenagers. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, hopefully they learn something from him. You know, that working adult life is not easy. I hope that Taylor does. Yeah, I you know I like his character. I don't think he's the bad guy. Gabriella mm-hmm. goes to uh, confront Sharpay. Mm-hmm. And do you know what the best thing about this is? Is she, she cites, you did this to your own brother. Yeah. You did this to Ryan, who has never done anything but support you. I think that was cool of her. Yeah. The one thing I'll give her. Yeah, and Sharpay tries to say, like, oh, well, he'll be fine. He can be in the next show. And Gabriella's like, no, no. Like, this is always going to catch up with you. Yeah. You don't have... Anywhere to go it's with It's fine, us. you do this to everyone else. We know that, we get that, but this is your brother, you've done it too. And yeah. Troy overhears, because Gabriella basically is like, what's it? Oh, she says, a, this is a great line. She says, you're very good at a game, I don't want to play, so I quit. Yeah. T- and it's great. really nice. Yeah. There's some I, yeah. really nicely written lines in this yeah. show. Yeah, to Sharpay, like, it, it worked. Yeah, but so Sharpay takes off. But what I don't like is how... Dare she criticise Troy for thinking of his future? Mm-hmm. Again, we're painting him to be the bad guy just because, like, he has ambition. Yeah, it's not like he's stepping on all of them to do it. Mm-hmm. He is, you know, a, a teenage boy on the verge of being an adult man mm-hmm. who is, for the first time in his life, having to choose between being an adult and being a child and finding that, hey, I have to follow my adult responsibilities. Yeah. How dare she criticise him for it? T as in through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we get gotta go my own way. Yeah, she says she's gotta be who I am and I wonder who is that exactly because you've literally done nothing. You have literally no character other than smart girl, and Troy's girlfriend. Yeah. Those are your defining traits. Choose one of them because they're both gone. What about us? What about everything we've been through? Oh, and what have they been through? They haven't even <laughs> kissed yet. I love that. I I do like that Troy has chased her to try and fight for their relationship. Not in an obnoxious way, but Troy's like, can we just talk about this? Like adults, please. And she's yeah. like, 
No. This is not a clear enough breakup. No, it is. It's such a clear because she's removed her branding and giving him back the tea. <laughs> tea is in ta-ta. <laughs> ta-da. Yeah, so she takes off and Troy is just sort of left here with... I always wonder, like, do they stay here? No, because the next shot... Cause, cause oh, Troy somehow... has a car. Troy well, has a car now. I somehow, somehow, Gabriella's mum knew that she, she wasn't going to stay for all the festivities that night. It was just there to pick her up through this yeah. whole song. So Gabriella gets a lift home and Troy is so heartbroken. He's lying in bed. He doesn't want his dad's meat tonight. You know, dad comes and he's like, barbecue. And Troy's like, I'm too sad for barbecue. Yeah, his dad's like, normally you're picking these off the grill. And he's like, I'm depressed. Yeah, like it's his first heartbreak, you mm. know? So Troy's at home with It's his not, dad. that happened in the first one as well. Okay. He was heartbroken then. Yeah, because he couldn't even pick up a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens again <laughs> in this one. He can't shoot hoops properly. Why can't I play basketball? It's my one I'm characteristic. Sad. It's like art block, but for I basketball. Troy's worried that he has turned into a jerk for doing... All of this. Which means it's time for some more dad advice. But this is the thing that sucks. That Troy has been made to feel like he's in the wrong. Mm. They have seriously gaslit Troy. Yeah. It's awful. That he now also, thinks at this that... point, he has no idea what's happening. He doesn't know that they've cancelled the no, talent show. he doesn't. You know, he's just been doing his job. He's just been getting on with his life. And they are treating him atrociously. And the fact that he is made to feel like he's the jerk, that he's the bad person for this. The wildcats are jerks. Mm -hmm. Troy goes for food and every single person, he gets a croissant and an omelette, that famous of meals. And everyone turns their back on him because we are all in this together famously. Mm -hmm. But not for you. (laughs) What is it that they say in Shrek? It's a big, bright, beautiful world, but not but for not Troy. Me. Yeah. So yeah, bet on it. I knew this one. And this, <laughs> You're welcome. this one, yeah, right. So I know because I've, I've heard it in your car. The funny thing is, it sounds like a Backstreet Boys song. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is a 1990s pop song. This took them six days to film. It's such a fun sequence. Like the bit where he's like picking up the sand. It's like the sands of time. He drops it. Yeah, it's so dramatic. I love it. It's so, it's all that teenage angst. I really Mm. wish like the next time we see Troy, he was all in black with guy liner. He'd got like a coloured streak through his hair. He's like, I'm emo now. He is all in black in this scene. Yeah, but like, do you know what I mean? Like if he'd just gone full emo. Mm. My favourite thing is... There are a whole load of bloopers that go with just this I can song imagine there are of him more. like tripping yeah. over things. This sequence was magnificent. Mm-hmm. Him looking at his reflection in the water. Oh well, yeah, he tries to Simba, doesn't he? Simba's yeah. his reflection. I think it would have been better if it was High School Musical One Troy staring back at him. That'd be hilarious. Like yeah. if it was just him. Have you have you seen Zoolander? Yeah. There's a bit the, where the he's... one with the blue steel. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit where where like after he loses the 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 model of the year, he looks into a puddle. He says, "Who am I?" And the model goes, "I don't know," and just disappears. <laughs> and I just really wanted this moment here where Troy looks in and goes, "Did you ever?" And then Lose baby Troy is like, "What you want?" 
No. <laughs> boom, 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 with this basketball. I just, yeah, this is great. The director dress bit where he's looking straight into the camera is so stupid and excellent. <laughs> I love it. The did you ever's, clearly a choice conscience. Mm-hmm. I just, this whole sequence was what I want from a high school musical film. Like, it's just cheesy and stupid and inconsequential, but fun. Yeah. This was so much fun. And I, I loved this sequence. Did you ever lose yourself to get what you want? Did you ever? Just my favourite bit is the fact that we get all the way through this song and then it does the, I'm not gonna stop, not to the ghost. It's like, oh, yeah, it's We get the Zephyrin so rapping. Good. It was so much fun. It's so fun. So. And then he tells Sharpay that he's not going to sing with her. Yeah, because, he, again, he's right. Employees aren't allowed to take part in the show. And that's her own doing. That's her own doing. That's some Shakespeare level farce. It's like using her own words against her. It's like, no, I'm not allowed to. Did you not hear? Employees aren't allowed to do it. And, you know, he ends up bowing to peer pressure. You know, he says, I'm more interested in what my friends think of me, which is awful. Terrible advice. Terrible advice. This is Greece levels of But his next line is, and what I think of myself. Doesn't matter. It, the message is you bow to peer pressure and you do what your friends do because mm. anything you do otherwise isn't worth it. it uh, yeah. So we do cut to the talent show and we get Tina and her tippity tappity toes. This is a, a tap dancing teacher who lives in the local area. I thought it was awesome. I really <laughs> yeah, liked that. She's just here. Great. But even Ryan's now showing the talent show and Paul Sharpay, oh, what a tangled web she has wove. Mm-hmm. Because... She's now all alone. Yep. Even the Sharpettes leave her. Yeah, and like, Troy's trying to apologise, and Chad is still the worst. Like, he, he he really tries to make Troy think that he's the bad guy. Yeah. You know, and Troy's like here apologising, saying, hey, we can do this. And Chad's like, why do we need you? You abandoned us all. Ugh. But Ryan doesn't, and I really like this about Ryan. Mm-hmm. Although it's kind of done for the wrong reasons in a moment, as we'll learn. But at this point, I'm like, oh, Ryan, you're such a cutie. Where yeah. were you in High School Musical 1? Because Ryan doesn't want to see his sister crash and burn. At least he doesn't think so. And encourages Troy to sing with her. Yes. Which I think is so cute. He's like, you've got to do this. But oh no, Troy. She wants you to learn a new song. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sharpay is crying. Mm-hmm. I half expected Troy to present her the tea and just go, tea. As in tears. <laughs> Boom. Oh, yeah, he's still got that. He has still got this. Uh, but he says to her, listen, I'll sing. I'll sing this song. But everyone else has to sing. But you have to let in. everyone else sing. Mm-hmm. And fine, she, she says, yes, anything, Troy, anything at all. Mm-hmm. So Troy goes back. He's like, yay, we can sing. And Ryan's like, oh, good, because she's also said she wants you to learn this new song. And he's like, I can't learn a new song. Yeah. We have one of my favourite bits of acting from Zac Efron here where he runs into Sharpay's dressing room and it's like, why did you change this song? But he sounds like he's legitimately about to burst into tears. Sharpay, why did you do this to me? And Sharpay's like, what do you mean a new song? We're doing the one we practiced mm-hmm. you know the Elton John jazzy number that's the one we're doing that song that's an absolute bop yeah and he's like no you made me learn every day yeah and then he gets hustled out onto the stage and Ryan's like have fun sis bye yeah because they've lied yeah they tricked her because we're all in this together this little con I mean I 
in in a very sibling-esque way, I think this is a really funny way to get back right. at her. It is funny, because now she doesn't like, get... Serves you right. But yeah, basically, she has got this all in a way that she kind of gets her comeuppance in a way that is a learning lesson as opposed to, you can't come back from this. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do feel bad for Sharpay coming out of this, you know. And maybe that should have been the message is that actually... It was, she was just trying to compete with one of the Sharpettes who was like, well, I'm Queen Bee now. Mm-hmm. I, again, Kelsey's gone down because every day is just the breaking song, through. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she all she can write is one one song. She's just coasting through. There's 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 nothing interesting about that. This is the only her. scene in the whole of High School Musical in which Troy and Gabriella wear a costume to perform. Yeah. Of any of them. Because they don't, we don't see them in costume in the first one and they're never in costume in the third one. <laughs> You know, Gabriella doesn't deserve this. She doesn't deserve this platform, the way she treated Troy. Like, they're painting it like, don't worry, Troy, everything's better now. You've apologised and come back home. Even your girlfriend wants you back. We did you a favour. Sure. T as in You're tacky, so angry about this, tired, and terrible. <laughs> this whole sequence is awful. He should have just been like, yeah, no, guys, I'm performing with Sharpay. You can do your number. I promise Sharpay. The fact that Troy doesn't, Allow Sharpay's I think he's number. just having like a, a little teen moment where he's like, my girlfriend's back. Yeah. So yeah, you know, this is clearly what the University of Albuquerque is judging him on though. His sports scholarship hinges on his ability to sing in a talent show. I wouldn't worry too much. I just, do you know what the worst thing about this is? How are we supposed to root in High School Musical 3 for liars? <laughs> I never thought you would be this passionate about High School Musical 2. Everyone except Troy has lied to get their way. Right? Now, I don't think li- lied about anything. I'm talking about the Wildcats that are performing, like with the exception of Sharpay. Right? Yeah. The employees, the Wildcats who've been red and white all through. Mm-hmm. They have lied to get this opportunity. They've lied to Troy. They've exploited him. First of all, they've gaslit him, Aww. this whole film. And now they're lying to him to be like, oh, yeah, Sharpay still wants to sing with you. Yeah, Sharpay wants to learn this song. Learn this song. When actually they have lied to him to perform their song mm-hmm. to get Sharpay out of the equation. How can you root for dishonest people <laughs> that are doing it for themselves? They're not doing it for a noble cause. I'm all for Jean Valjean stealing a loaf of bread to feed his family. Mm-hmm. But we are supposed to root for wildcats that lie for their own gain. Mm. I, I, I can't <laughs> get on board with any of them. I want to watch High School Musical 3 to see Troy be successful. Yeah. That's it. You're going to be made so angry by High School Musical 3. You know, the worst bit about all of this is Tina was cheated out of that award. That's the worst bit. Tia's in Tina. The tap dancer. Tina and her tippity tapping toes. She should have won. Fulton deserves that award for oh. existing. But yes. But we and have Fulton goes to give the award to Sharpay because Sharpay. that's what he's supposed to do. Oh, I love her for this. She's the bigger person. She says, No, this goes to my brother. Mm-hmm. But again. And, and and this is it. This is why I half like Ryan yeah. more because she's, she learned from he's, this yeah. experience. But Ryan, I've still got the mindset of, well, he lied. Mm-hmm. he's basically done what Sharpay does and I feel like that's the wrong thing for them to do if Sharpay is clearly the villain which she is yeah 
we shouldn't be having our main cast go to her levels. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be sinking to Sharpay's levels for this. Sure. You know? And actually still have... I guess the problem is you can't put Troy and Gabriella, or Troy certainly, in the losing perspective. But maybe... Maybe it should have just been Troy and her sing, but then it goes straight into everyone's number and Troy brings the Wildcats and Troy is doing that with all of them. Yeah. And Troy gets the award and he's like, no, this goes to Ryan. You know, or, or, you know, Sharpay being like nodding, going, yeah, it goes to, you know, encouraging Troy to give it to Ryan. Mm -hmm. It just, it feels very weird that they've all just sunk down to the levels. Instead of rising above, they've dipped below and Sharpay comes out of this looking better than anyone else. (laughs) I can't believe I've got you on Team Sharpay. So we all, all the Wildcats, go out onto the golf course to watch the fireworks display. Yeah. And we're finally allowed to kiss. <laughs> yeah, their first ever kiss. Their first ever kiss. And yeah, we get more awful fireworks. Like uh, We love a fake Disney firework. <laughs> it's the same point I had for High School Musical 1. Considering, Why wouldn't you just do fireworks? Considering the money that Disney spent on fireworks, just actually go to Disney and film oh, their fireworks. Do you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. You know the ring that Troy's been wearing through this whole movie? Yeah. And it's like a class ring. Yeah. Um, it has a fake light inside of it <laughs> so that during song performances and when it's supposed to reflect light, you can turn it on so that it lights up occasionally. Cool. So it looks like there's light bouncing That's off nice. of it. That's nice. Just get him a ring that actually bounces light off of it. So... At this point, I started finishing up mm. because, like, yeah, you actually did. I did my MVP and everything because I thought this is a perfect bookend. What a great ending! Well, but a really good bookend. You know, High School Musical one starts with tacky, awful fireworks, and High School Musical two ends with tacky, awful. Did fireworks. it not occur to you that you hadn't actually seen a celebrity guest yet? No. Had you forgotten about that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we go to awful one. And you pointed out the best bit. You're like, Danny, seriously, stop writing. Best blooper because Chad's mic falls into the pool. Karma sucks, Chad. He shoulders his microphone in a dance move and then grabs it because the whole stand is about to go. And as he grabs the stand, he just looks down in dismay as his microphone falls into the pool. And he's just sitting there like... I know. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious. And yeah, we get all for one, which, you know, okay, all for one if you bully your friend to give up on his dreams. Yeah, mm. all for one, because we're not looking out for him. We're looking out for what we, the Wildcats, want, not what he wants. There's no individuality. Yeah. We've got a new status quo. Don't break it. Mm-hmm. Only Troy deserves anything nice. Yeah. That's what I decided from this. So during this song... Troy and Gabriella jump into the pool yeah. and they filmed it so that all of the six leads jump in. But there's six leads? <laughs> officially there's six leads. So it's Troy and Gabriella. Okay, can I can I guess? Yeah. Troy. Yeah. Sharpay. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Chad. Yeah. Gabriella. I mean, yeah. I'm joking like Gabriella Taylor, but yeah. there's only four leads. Yeah. Let's be honest. Okay. Well, so the six leads. And they they filmed all of them jumping into the pool in their pairs. Yeah. And the actress that plays Taylor can't swim. 
So they set it up specifically. And neither can Sharpay, famously. Yeah, well. <laughs> but, so she actually can't swim. And they were asking her to jump off of quite a high rock they, into water. They're awful to that actress, aren't they? Right? Like, between High School Musical 1 and her having to style herself. Yeah, at least they got her her own stylist yeah, this time. like, they are awful to her. But, so they had her jump in with Corbin Blue so that yeah. he could hold on to her. I... I know I've been critical. I've got no bad will towards the actors. They're working with what they've got, mm-hmm. you know, but they're not well-written characters. <laughs> and so, yeah, Miley shows up. Miley Cyrus, she should have been Tina. I have a video to show you. Okay. For this, because Miley Cyrus had four outfits to wear in this scene. Jeez. And she wore all of them. And... She's not even on screen for like... She's literally blinking, you will miss her. Yeah, it's great. And she's wearing like a bright yellow top at the end. And, and I did she's not also, vote for her. She's also like brown hair. And you think considering... Yeah, it's she's Miley. Miley. Yeah, I know it's Miley. But considering, let's be honest, you voted for Hannah Montana. No. Like... So that no. was a choice. You are... Seriously. Yeah, this is the thing, right? So So it's between Miley and... Oh, wow. Okay, Well, like fine. Miley Cyrus, Hannah mm. Montana... And then we had Raven Simone, which is what I voted yeah. for. And I think Hilary Duff was on there. As or is it Hilary Duff or Lizzie McGuire? It was Lizzie McGuire. Because it was the character. The great thing is, if you had Lizzie McGuire, you have her dancing, you have a little animated Lizzie McGuire dancing with right? her. Right? That would have been amazing. But yeah, there were loads of people. I think Zach and Cody were on there as well. Like, but it were was they a as lot... a pair? Yeah, or... they were a pair. Zach and or Cody. Yeah, you know what? It's like Ant and or Deck. You know? like, <laughs> you you both have... of them. Yeah. But yeah, Miley Cyrus won. I'm not surprised. But I'm, I tell you what, I'm surprised that he, Hannah Montana did not win. Hmm. Then again, I've never seen Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana in the same place at the same time. I have. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there was this big concert, right? And it was really weird because like, Hannah Montana was performing. Really? And then right at the end of it, she like pulls her blonde hair off and we realised it was a wig. Wait. Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana are the same person? Yeah. Oh, I did not crazy. know that. But we promised that we would keep her secret for her. Even though it was broadcast on national TV. because yeah. We're going to watch the Hannah Montana movie at some point. You're going to understand everything I've just said. But I, I've seen the opening to that because the last time you saw your best friend, you know, in the before times before we went to Disneyland, you watched the opening and I, I think I went and did something You else. went to bed. <laughs> I went to bed, yeah. And we but, were like watching Hannah Montana But like I saw it, she's basically like, I've given up. I'm going to go be a farm girl. And she falls in love with She doesn't someone. want to give up. Her no. dad forces... Billy Ray Cyrus forces her to It's like, quit. you're doing too much here now. Yeah. You forgot about Miley. Well, so she gets into... A, she gets into a fist fight with Tyra Banks. Oh, over. come on. Let's stop talking about it because you're going to ruin it for me. <laughs> the only way it could get better is if it's not actually Tyra Banks. It's RuPaul. No, it's Tyra Banks. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, musically, this one is much better. Yes. And yeah, this is how it ends. What did you give all the songs? Normally you tell me as we go through. I actually don't. I haven't done that for a long time. Maybe I just um, look at your notes. I will tell you what I gave the songs. So uh, what time is it? I Mm -hmm. gave four out of five. Excellent. Are any of your songs a five out of five? Yes. Ooh. Uh, What time is it reprise? Two out of five? Because it's... Whatever, yeah. You know, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. Fabulous two out of five. Excellent. Uh, just because the auto-tuning for me was... Yeah, it's a shame, but... Work this out, three out of five. Mm-hmm. You Are the Music in Me, two out of five. The slow version. Yeah, because it's just breaking free. Like, and there's nothing original about it. H-U-M-U, zero out of five, because I do not condone cultural appropriation. Yep. I don't dance. 
I don't dance. Four out of five. I liked that. I thought it was a really good number. Yeah. Music in me reprise, four out of five. Excellent. Sharpay was great. It's not like, you know, High School Musical 1 where they did an inferior version. She actually has proven why, Mm -hmm. you know, we we need uh, Tarpay instead of... Tarpay instead of Tabriella. Yeah. Gotta go my own way, three out of five, because I don't care about Gabriella enough for her solo. <laughs> I like which that follows song, the though. trend of High School Musical One, actually. Hmm. All she gets is a is a is a I ballad. A ballad. <laughs> she's just such a good singer. Yeah. Like, of course, she gets a ballad. She's phenomenal. She's a great but... singer, but like, she hasn't got the personality because they've not written Gabriella with enough personality to kind of make mm-hmm. me care about it. Bed on it, five out of five. Nice. Uh, every day, one out of five. I was just done with it by every day. It's like, poor old Troy. An awful one. I actually didn't give that a rating. Because <laughs> you were like, oh, there's another song. <laughs> Probably three out of five. It's mm-hmm. okay. So, you know, obviously five out of five. My best song is, is Bed on it. Yeah. What is your best song from High School Musical 2? So, I never have just one because, like, I go through reels of listening things. My best one at the moment is the reprise of You Are The Music yeah. In Me. Absolute bop. And then I have Fabulous and I Don't Dance as, like, second yeah. together. I think the thing is with Bet On It, it could pass as You could be like, oh, yeah, it's a song. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't just feel like a high school musical song. You could listen to it and if you were... I mean, like, we talk about guilty pleasure. I hate the term guilty pleasure. If you like it, you like it. Mm. However... Unapologetically. Exactly. However, it passes perfectly for, like, a guilty pleasure song. Because if you didn't want to say you were listening to High School Musical, but that's just some boy band. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels like that could exist outside of that. If you heard it on the radio, yeah. if it charts on the billboard, it wouldn't sound out of place. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll say shout out to Music In Me Reprise and I Can't Dance. Great songs. Don't. I don't dance. Whatever. Because he can dance. We yeah. watch him dance. I, I think I think they were they were great songs. Mm-hmm. What is your skip song? So I've gone for every day from the theatrical version. However, if we count Obviously, the Humu. extended, yeah. Humu is, is my, my skip song. Well, yeah, so same. Humu's my skip song. But from the theatrical release, or I guess the original release? Does it yeah. count as a theatrical release? Uh, yeah. Um... Probably every day. Same as me then. Yeah. Because I like All For One. It's quite like a nice summary. Oh, it's a really nice ending song. Like it feels like if every day was the last song, it would feel like we're watching Frozen. Yeah. You know, where Disney is already showing that they struggle to write a final song. Every day is awful. It's supposed to be triumphant. And, you know, it isn't mostly because of the the lack of character integrity. Mm -hmm. You know, which role would you want to play? Well, who's your MVP to start with? My MVP is Troy. As usual. As usual. Troy's... Mine's Ryan. Right. Ryan Ryan is creeping up there. Yeah. He's still... He's gone from doing nothing to doing half of something. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have to hold him to that standard that I'm holding the other Wildcats to of... Lying. Lying. Yeah. To win. Which I don't think is acceptable. Mm-hmm. However, it's more excusable from him because he is just following his sister's practices and it feels fair for him to get back at his sister that way. Yeah. So, like, cool. And he's got more personality and he's starting to stand on his own two feet. Mm-hmm. And I hope High School Musical 3, like, continues that. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, honourable mention to Ryan for MVP, but Troy is just the best. Mm-hmm. Like, Troy rules. I'm, I can't believe you said to me, like, 
there's a the majority of people watching this didn't like Troy. Okay, if you are listening and you're still here after like nearly two hours of us talking about High School Musical 2, is Troy your favourite High School Musical character? Because I can guarantee the answer is no, and that the correct answer is my favourite character is Sharpay. Everybody loves her. Yeah, but I feel like Troy... Like, Disney really failed in trying to make people dislike her. Yeah. I disliked her in the first one. I yeah. like her more in this one. But again, at the same point in time, you've rewritten her as a cheap villain because you actually didn't have the courage to write in a brand new character to be a villain. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Imagine if, if you... I guess you can't do Miley because she's Hannah Montana, but like, imagine if that character was... like Because we know Miley can sing. Imagine if she was the villain. The queen bee villain. That would be a little bit too... Yeah, I, I, know it's so... I know we can't because obviously it's Miley and you've got... We have the Hannah. Disney extended universe. Exactly, so... So the, the characters from High School Musical show up in Hannah Montana. Okay, cool. That's why. And like Zach and Cody, obviously they lived in a hotel yeah, yeah, yeah. and you had Raven come and stay and... Well, didn't Ashley Tisdale show up and wanted to Ashley play Ashley Tisdale Sharpay. is a character in yeah. that. Yeah, and she wants to play Sharpay when they do well, High School Musical. she got cast Musical. as Ryan, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you have, like, Hannah Montana came and stayed at the hotel and then Zach and Cody find out that she's Miley Cyrus. And yeah. it was, like, they all know each other. Yeah, but, you know, Nickelodeon was doing it like, the Zoe 101 world and mm-hmm. uh, they were also doing it back in the day on, on like, Disney and whatever with Sabrina and Boy Meets World and oh, Teen yeah. Angel. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have your, your cross-programming. Even Friends did it. It's part of the... Uh, peacock universe because they cross over with some of the other characters from like seinfeld and stuff yeah so it's nothing new but it's cool when it happens mm-hmm. which role do you want to play in this one then is it Sharpe still it's always Sharpe. i'd want to play fulton that's he's so cool <laughs> okay <laughs> i understand why but would you not want to sing you could live without singing and admit that you get to be Fulton. Yeah, like, I think it's hilarious. I think Fulton's great. He's the only sensible adult in this one. He's doing what Miss Darvish should be doing, a school setting them up for the real world and, like, treating them like young adults and being like, no, I'm holding you to the same standards that I would anyone. We need to watch the third one so soon because I'm so interested to see what you think of Miss Darvish in the third one. So, originally, I gave this one two stars. Okay. However... Because of the impact on just how good this one was musically, mm-hmm. and the fact that there are songs that have been in my head since, I've moved up to 2.5. You only got half a star for being so musically good. Because the rest of it, like in terms of... This movie made you like Sharpay. Not... I think you're over-saying it. Like, you said it. <laughs> no, but I think you're, you're overestimating it when I said it. I... I like her more than I did in the first one. Mm. I still wouldn't say, like, she's my favourite. Okay. I think the problem with this one is it has set the world back massively. Mm. In terms of whereas the first one ends with we're all in this together, we've all learnt a vital lesson that we should support one another in their pursuits. Every character, bar Troy, has gone back. And the fact that all of Troy's friends have this awful work ethic and this awful sense of privilege. Yeah. And would would kick him out of their group when they are nothing without him just yeah. because he is thinking of his future. It's not like he is selling out Chad to get 
that promotion. It's not like one of the plot points was, oh, hey, there's one promotion with $500 a week and all the tips you can manage. And it's not like he, he went to Fulton and was like, yeah, you know, like Chad has been talking nonsense about you. Yeah, you should give it to me and not him. It's yeah. not like he has done anything malicious. He has just lucked into it because A, sharp A, mm-hmm. but B, out of everyone there other than Zeke, works hard. Yeah. So of course he deserves it. It tr- it's it's like Greece in the fact that the final message of Greece is change who you are for. Well, it's like Greece, isn't it? Because High School Musical it, it is. is... But, <laughs> but the fact Greece. is, you've come out of this with a message of give up on your dreams and just stick to the status quo because that's what your friends want and expect of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it is one of the worst musical messages I have seen since Greece. Just wait till we get to the end of the third one. Yeah. You know, it tries to position our protagonist, Troy, as the antagonist. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to hate Troy in this one because how dare he go against the Wildcats? Mm-hmm. But actually, like, I think it fails and I think it makes the rest of them awful people. Only Troy and Ryan come out looking good. Maybe Sharpay at a push. Yeah. And when. The people that come out looking best are your two villains from the first one. Mm-hmm. That's not good. You should be boosting everyone. However, I think Disney realised very quickly that people liked Ryan and Sharpay more than anybody else in the series. But that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But what they should be doing then is boosting them whilst boosting everyone else at the same time. Yeah. You know, Gabriella is your lead. Like, she's mm-hmm. your female lead. And what does she do? You know, like, yeah, Taylor's an awful person. Mm. You know, she's just... All all she does in this film is undermine Troy's relationship with her. Mm. Chad is an awful person. So I, I lose... You know, it loses the, the rest of the five stars because... We really need to watch something else with Corbin Blue. I'd love to watch his... I think it was Holiday Inn. Yeah. With him? I've got I think no it was issues with the actors. He's a fantastic yeah. performer. Corbin Blue. But when he's phenomenal. playing a likeable character. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved him in I Can't Dance. I think he was he's great. And, you know, you asked me to keep a tally as well of how many different hats Ryan wears. Oh, yeah. The answer is 15. No, it's not. Is it not? It's 13. No, You've it's 15. double counted some hats. No. No, 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 no. no. Oh, it's some of the ones he wears the, at the beginning. I counted the lay. That he put the, the flower crown during. Oh, and the crown. And then when he steals Troy's, that's cool. why. That's where okay. the two extra have come from. Yeah. You know, we've got no shade on the actors in this. They're doing the best of what they can. Mm-hmm. I just don't think the storytelling's there. And the only reason I, I, I want to watch High School Musical 3 is, hey, I've done two of them. Why I not, need to see the Why third not do one? the third one? I need to see where Troy ends up. I'm invested in Troy, but that's it. I don't give a damn about anyone else. I want to see Ryan have more. I want to see Sharpay maybe actually come out modest at the end mm-hmm. but I don't think you can do that Sharpay because I think that then removes everything that the fans would have latched onto about liking about Sharpay so I don't have any hopes for that interesting I would rather have Gabriella and Troy break up at the end of senior year because they're both going to different colleges and no it's never going to work I don't want them to have a happy ending yeah I don't I, I want better for my boy Troy deserves <laughs> better and do you know what the, do you know what the sad thing about this plot is Troy's going to turn down his dreams because Gabriella isn't going to get to go to that university and Troy's going to settle and go to that university to be close to Gabriella because all the wildcats like get into it. Gabriella's a genius. Yeah, but she's not going to get into the sporting one, is she? 
and Choi is going to have to compromise on his dreams because everyone else is going to make him feel bad about it. And we'll Choi see. isn't going to get a happy ending. We'll see. When are we going to watch the third one? Because we've got Descendants 2 to do next. Yeah, I mean, maybe June. I'll give it two months free. <laughs> Don't know that I can wait that long. I think I need to because like, as much <laughs> as I enjoyed this one, I am angry. <laughs> You know, so I'm not angry in the same way I was with High School Musical 1, where I was like, you've made me sit for two hours and watch yeah. garbage. Speaking of characters that make us angry, what are we watching next week? It's Phantom Week! Woohoo! It has been an almost exactly a year since I we am... watched Phantom of the Opera, and we are watching the 2004 movie version. Yes, with, with Gerard Butler and Patrick mm. Wilson in. Yep. I Recently, Elena live-tweeted herself listening to both you know, our Phantom episode and our Love Never Dies bonus episode. Mm-hmm. And it's got me so hyped to revisit, like, that world and these characters. You know, I remember watching this one at the cinema and, I, I, like, I didn't care. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I'm intrigued to watch it now. I, I listened to the movie version of Phantom of the Opera and I think that that one, you know, the dun 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 Oh, sure. I think I prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> to, we'll see. to the soundtrack version that we've been listening to, but we'll see. You know, I'm I'm in I'm I'm intrigued to rewatch it. You know, and we can talk a little bit about the Andrew Lloyd Webber cinematic universe. Yeah, we can. And you know, <laughs> why hasn't it worked? Because on paper it should. We've got great we've got great material to work from. Why hasn't it worked? Mm. So I'm excited. Phantom Week, baby. Whoop, whoop. And then what are we watching the week after Phantom? Bed knobs and broomsticks, Woo-hoo. which is so exciting. You know, that's very exciting. Is this our first Angela Lansbury? No, because she was in Mary Poppins Returns. Okay, yeah, that doesn't really count. That's a cameo role. Yeah, this is our first Angela Lansbury, mm-hmm. which is great. I don't know what we're going to do the week after that, but I think two weeks after Bed knobs and broomsticks, that's when we should pencil in Descendants too. Mm-hmm. You know. Give me some good wit stuff and just bring you straight back down to earth and remind yeah. me of what, you know, hell decoms can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let us know your thoughts on High School Musical 2. Yeah. Because this has been a very spirited... Discussion. Discussion. Yeah. That wildcat spirit has really stirred something in me. Let me know, are you a fan of High School Musical 2 and why did I get it wrong? Or maybe, just maybe... I've raised some points that you never thought about. Either way, let us know your thoughts on High School Musical 2 and on the 2004 movie version of Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. You can get involved in the conversation over on Twitter and Instagram at It's a Musical Pod, or maybe you can email us on It's a Musical Pod at gmail.com. As always, you can subscribe to us on all good podcast platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, that includes Spotify, Google Podcasts, the Amazon Music app via the Podcasts section, Stitcher and Podbean. Make sure you subscribe so that anytime a new episode goes live, you know about it first. Mm-hmm. And if you are feeling generous, why not make our day by leaving us a five-star review or telling a friend. And I love the people that have joined us on this journey. Getting the opportunity to talk to new people and be introduced to your favourite musicals has been fantastic. And on that front, 
watch out for some very special extra content coming your way very soon Mm -hmm. subscribe so you don't miss it yeah but as always we'll be back next week same bat place same bat channel have a magical musical monday